Yo. Yo. I saw it. What's good? What's good, everyone? For the listeners, this is our gonna be our first bonus episode. Yep. One of many to come, hopefully. Uh we call it a special guest feature and bonus episode. Yeah, multiple guests, multiple features. The beautiful Dan, the beautiful Dan, the beautiful Mike. You got beautiful the majestic Monte. the majestic Monte. We're at DP. Dr. Pep. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Just tuning in. Month is in town, so we're like, fuck it, let's shoot a pod. Hit up Mike. Hit up Dan. Everyone said yes. Here yes. we are. Older brother. Jesse's here too. here, too, as well. Jesse in the background. He's going to be, be the background uh, voice. Yep. So. So. How we doing? We're here. We're a little tired. What are you doing in town, Diamante? I'm supposed to fly to Houston tomorrow because I have to shoot a video. So Label teens. I came on a nice little stop to hang out with Omar and Dan. And What time is your flight? I don't know yet. It's not booked yet. Because that bottle's on its way. You guys not might wake up early tomorrow. Golly. Um, I just have to call in tomorrow. Actually. I have to make it anyways. But I'll be back Thursday. So we'll Send it again on Thursday or what? I have to. If we're alive. This is also a very special episode because we are getting drunk today. On the pod. Pod drunk pod episode. So you guys are gonna tune in for an extravagant time today. We might go off the rails, we might stay on the rails. Who knows at this point? No, no rails included on this one, honestly. Some crown. There's no rails. There's a nineteen forty two bottle de- being way. delivered shout as we to, speak. Shout out to Jersey and me stopping by five liquor stores and couldn't find it. That's weird that they don't have that here. Yeah, but if we were in the hood, you would be able to find it around the corner. But why Probably. wouldn't they have it here? What, what, what's what's replacing forty two over no, here? They, they were just out of stock. I think it's a oh. scotch. I think it's the demographic in this area. This is a pretty white. Well, you said they're out of stock, so the yeah. white people are fucking with it then. No, but the I thing think. is, I think they only stock up by one. You know what I mean? One or two. You go to yeah, the hood; they got like five of them in each liquor store. Probably because of the demographic too. Who around yeah. here is going to buy it? Like in the area where we live, us. We're part of that point one percent. Yeah, exactly. That's why they're going to keep one in stock in like a ten mile radius. Yep. This is fucking like... And it's apparently not cheap. Yeah, it is pretty fucking expensive. It's like a $200 bottle. Getting delivered, though, by Uber. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the thing. That who is delivering? Their markup was like 60, what, 60 bucks, 75 bucks. Maybe. And that, and like, how much do they make? Like, who's... Is the person who works at Drizzly, like, the co-worker, is he going to drop it off? Or is they do they have drivers, like a DoorDash-type deal? Yeah, it's probably going to be like a DoorDash-type deal, and they're going to take a cut, because... Everybody I bet the, the store take a, takes a cut, the driver takes a cut. But did you give him a tip? You didn't, huh? It was mandatory. You had to. Yeah. And what'd you give? Five dollars? It was mandatory, like 10%. 10% of yeah. what? 200? Like so two, 10 bucks? Two, 12, like 10, 12 dollars? Yeah, it was like a 200, bot- 200 dollar bottle and it turned to like 240 really quick. At the door, they're going to be like, oh, thanks. Like, what? For what? <laughs> remember, right. at, remember in Vegas They'd bring you the drinks Oh, oh yeah. thank you And you're like The bitches are free Get out of here <laughs> Scar- Scramble like, He's gonna bring the bottle And it's like a quarter empty You're like damn <laughs> He took his cut real quick We gotta put the headphones on him And, and have him say a couple words <laughs> We're gonna, <laughs> What's it like working for Drizzy? <laughs> I know one time we had a We had a Christmas party And we had a, a pizza No we had Domino's pull up And we made the Domino's guy Take a shot with us oh, With yeah. everyone nice. He got lit with us um, how much? What okay. is that? Them already, dude. Anyways, the cut. Well, you might have to confirm your ID and shit. Yeah, Dan. Um, 
recording. <laughs> How much do you think Drizzy takes? Drizzy or Drizzly? Drizzly, Drizzly. my bad. Yeah. Drizzy Drake? <laughs> OBO. He has, he has his cut too. OBO takes it. I wouldn't be surprised if he's invested. Jeez. No, um, they probably take quite a bit. That'd be a fat. Because it was, it's a two hundred dollar bottle, and I ended up paying close to two fifty. So. And it's twelve dollars to the driver. I bet they don't even pay two hundred bucks. So I know you they said take twenty percent or ten percent. I had I had to give a ten percent tip. Uh-huh. It was mandatory. It was either that, or, like the only option, the lowest option he gave was ten percent or cash. Oh, what I need cash. I have a couple. Pesos Shares of cash, and then you get five bucks here. I feel bad for the pizza drivers because when I order the like Pizza Hut through delivery, I give a tip through the app, and it's supposed to be a contactless delivery, so they just leave it at the door and get the fuck out of here. But they've been coming up and knocking and wait till I come out. So I think some- they, I think they see it. Wonder if they're gonna get a tip through the app or through there. But if you get, huh? Nah, we ain't got no ants, bro. No, thank you. No, we're busy. Verified thoughts. Verified thoughts, man. Spotify, Apple Music, P-H-O-T-S. wherever you get your pod- pods from. Follow Diamante Perez on Spotify. New song coming out soon. Verified thoughts. Yeah, verified thoughts. Golly. <laughs> we have some random ass salesman trying to sell me some fucking termite. Some answer? He's trying to sell some nalga. Some, <laughs> what's that shit called? Exterminator? He's trying to be an exterminator, yeah. What's he trying to exterminate? Ants. Ants. He's an ant guy. It's not even fucking ant season yet. There's seasons to <laughs> yeah, this shit? Can I hunt ants? Can I get tags <laughs> for ants? Let me get some tags and just run them up. <laughs> There was a TikTok where this guy had like would put like food and like he would oh, make a like, strip. Oh, he'd, he'd, he'd mess with them, right? And he's like, "I'm gonna watch them have a war." And I'm like, Who "What about this?" No, have, have you seen the like, one where like he's like, uh, "The gods have spoken," and he grabs an entire bottle of laxatives and pours it on the ants. Oh, oh my god, dude! Yeah, I, they just blow up. Or what? I follow him on on TikTok. No, he'll like grab an entire bottle of laxatives, like the liquid. Pours it on the ants and then he'll put like a fucking like a cheesecake or something on top. Oh my goodness! And he's like, "You're real, God." Real quick for the listeners. Oh, <gasps> oh dude, that was crispy. that was crisp. I was that, telling that was Dan, nice. that was really nice. I was telling Dan, this has to be like the top ten beautiful sounds in the world. Yeah, top three. It, it's, top it's, three. It's one of the most recognized. It's top two, and it's not two. Yeah. I'm in the I'm in the <laughs> living room, and my wife's in the kitchen, and all she hears, yes, that's the man, That type of shit, right, babe? Zach can relate to that. Remember Zach? Yeah. I mean, Zach would be playing Fortnite, or, and you know we have the headsets on, and he'd crack your beer, and and uh, Steph would come by. She's like, "Already?" <laughs> Sometimes I'll be super quiet, and I'll crack one, and then Zach's like, "Damn, bro, what are you drinking?" <laughs> like, uh, trying to try be all discreet, to, huh? Yeah, he knows. I would just be in my room trying to be super quiet. Jesus. So the 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 whole point of this pod is that we got Mont right. And I don't know if I wanted to make it make it into an interview or just shoot the shit. Whatever yeah, you want to do. A little bit of shit both. To shoot. A little bit of both. Man. Right? Any questions? Yeah, Find out more welcome. about Monte. Yeah, do you guys have any questions about Monte? Because I know Monte pretty well. Yeah. I have some questions. Go I'm ahead. I'm sure you have some questions, too. I mean... Oh, yeah, I got some. Obviously, you're a musician. You're going to go do a video in Houston. That's dope. Um, being from a small town, what do you feel like, you know... Becoming this, like, what do you think is it done to your life, your lifestyle, your life? Um, well, the guy's fit, fitted up in straight Gucci right now. No, I'm scared. No, no, I'm scared to look in his direction. Damn, I thought it was an no. iron on my bad, like mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, um, 
I don't know. I feel I still feel very like an underdog still because like when you come from a small town, it's like obviously it's super hard. Yeah. And um, you don't have as big of a support system as you may if you came from a big town and you blew up, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's hard and it still is because even like moving to Wichita, like I didn't really know many people and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of um, just keep my head down and work hard and. And just kind of hope for the best, really. I feel I feel like your list is gonna get put on because Diamante was fat. That and like hope Allen. so. Hope yeah. so. That'd be sweet for sure. Kid Kansas too. Yeah, yeah. But, but like on the other hand, also like you know, like in a big city, you always have like all these people that are trying to become rappers. And yeah. Stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, but coming from Ulysses, I feel like you have like the support of Ulysses behind yeah. you. Yeah, because it wasn't well, yeah, really supportive. After he, yeah, after he makes it, and they're like, oh, yeah, I went to high school with him. But yeah, on, his, oh, I on, his, him on his from his the climb, beginning, on, a, on his climb, they're like, yeah, yeah. It's just because I, I always think everybody wants to see you do, do good, just not better than them. Yeah. And then people that are, you know, that got that chose to, be, to stay home, yeah. and then they see you on the come up, they're like, hell yeah, that's badass. And then once you hit the top, once you're up there, they're like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I went to high school with them. Da, 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 da. I feel like it's going to happen a lot, yeah. yeah. Like, once you're going to be big, be, everyone from you is going to be like, yeah, I was there from day one. I was yeah. there from and the it's, beginning. It's really not like that at all, honestly. No? Like, no. Nah. That's dope. It's not like that. No más porque, like, you, you would think that more people from Ulysses would be, like, super supportive, and they're mm-hmm. not. Even a lot of the people that we hung around with, it's just... I don't know. Everybody's kind of up to their own thing, so I don't even hold it against them, honestly. Yeah, yeah, that makes um, sense. I try to share everything. You like, you you post on Facebook yeah. and shit like that. Even yeah, on my Snapchat, I share that shit, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that. And that goes out to anybody, anybody yeah. from the six two zero, anybody from Southwest Kansas, sure. trying to trying to do something. Like, I try to shout them out. They want to start their own business and shit like that. Yeah, that's cool. That's all like, we got, bro. That's all we got. I feel like now that you're in the space where you kind of have your free time uh-huh. to grind and stuff, you should do like a like a paid programming. You know, hop on like a like a like a Patreon or something, you know, where you you speak your you mind. have your subscriptions. You can talk about the music. Mm-hmm. You can talk about how your process is. You can do like short little streams. You can do little vlogs on yeah. there. You know what yeah, I mean? Because hey, you know yeah. you're on that YouTube shit. That'd be cool for sure. And that's just a little passive income for you because I mean I'm sure you're not always getting money. Yeah, but you still are. Does yeah, that make yeah. sense? And yeah, yeah. to have a basically have it like a job. Would be pretty cool. Yeah. Multiple forms of income. For sure. That's the thing, for sure. Like, whenever I left my job, it was like, um, you you have to realize that you're not always going to be busy or, like, you're going to have your ups and downs like everybody else and stuff. So, um, to find a way to hustle still. Because at the end of the day, that's what you got to do to keep it going. Yeah. I think you could do a lot with, like, uh, would you would you get into merch? Yeah. I would probably get into merch, but more if I was like more popular, I think. Because right now, I honestly don't think I would sell very much. No, you'd sell. So I feel if, like if, if I blew up, if I had a song that really like blew up and stuff, and then I know like the the next drop was anticipated heavy, mm-hmm. then for sure I would do a drop. But I think it's it's all about timing right now. Like I'd rather wait until I had the right timing to drop something and have like a bigger success than a small one. Yeah, no, that makes sense. But to counter that. I'm not trying to counter you the whole time, yeah. but I feel like you could do good with merch right now, as of right now, because what, like, not to, you know, make it about me, mm-hmm. but we have some sales, mm-hmm. and we're not the biggest, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it comes down to your homies. You talk to the homies, the homies buy, the homies spread the word. Yeah. And then you can have a farther reach, especially with you. You're way bigger. So you can have family buy, you can have friends from back home buys, people that want to support you. 
because it comes down to them helping you get to where you want to be. Because a lot of people forget about where they come from and don't bring in, you know, the past, old friends, old family. And that's just like a lost opportunity in my eyes. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense for sure. Because even then you can do simple, like a little get on like a, oh, I forgot the website, but you can just, you know, drop the the image and yeah. then they send it to you and then you just sell it. Yeah. Because I'd definitely cop some merch. Even yeah, if yeah, you yeah. make a couple shirts, you can make one, two shirt designs. Yeah. And you can have, a, a you know, some income right there. For sure. Nah, for sure. I agree. Um, maybe whenever I come up with my, 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 whenever my next album is released, I should have a couple singles that lead into it. And if it's enough, um, uh, how do, how would I say it? If it's a mo- enough, uh, momentum, mm-hmm. then maybe I can do a, a drop for sure. Cause I would like to, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, um, I know that our team is definitely like trying to time it perfectly oh, or okay. as perfect as possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's what helps too. Cause you have a team behind you, yeah. so I don't know how that goes. But, I mean, having a team, sure, I'm pretty sure it, hel- it helps, right? Yeah. My manager is very – she she thinks about this stuff a lot. She thinks but, really – and she knows what she's doing. I, I trust her a lot, so I don't even really question it whenever she she says uh, most things. That's sick, bro. It's crazy, man. I'm I'm still, you know, even though we've been friends for a while and you've been in the business for a while, it's still, like – it's still hard to process, like, you're – in that space. Bro, it's been a long time coming, bro. I've been doing this since... I've been playing my guitar and singing since I was in fifth grade. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, what, what blows my mind is like... In high school... Because you, you, you left when we were, what, middle school? Yeah, in middle school. And you came back in high school. And seeing you like singing... Like uh, one of the guys had you do a... a uh, was it Eli? Oh, yeah, Eli you had me for him do for it, a yeah. prom proposal. Yeah. And seeing you, like, get to where you are now is pretty crazy, bro. Yeah. Diamante, you remember, man, it's been years. I think you had just went to Wichita. Mm-hmm. And I hit you up. I'm like, bro, le quiero cantar a serenata a my wife. Yeah, I remember you that. You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I was, like, hyped up. I was like, hell yeah. I'm, we're going to do the whole window thing. Yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, there's a 5 o'clock in the morning type of shit. Go out to the front window of mom's house. Mm. And then start singing serenata through the window. And... Yes, I was going to do it, and that's him. I remember I told yeah. you I was going to do it. <laughs> and then I was like, Te iba a serenata, but homeboy's gone. And he's like, man, I just left the day before. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I was all excited about that. Yeah. I, was that for Mother's Day? It was, uh, it was your birthday, dude, because yeah. we were there, I think, two days before your actual birthday or whatever. Oh, but we right. celebrated. That was that one time that we celebrated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would have been cool. I like doing those. Yeah, that's be- dope. Because a lot of people, like, they really appreciate those gestures. Mm-hmm. and. And it's like you get to see the happiness between like two people or their family whenever they get like a surprise like that. Hell yeah, those are yeah. cool to do. And it was super dope, like uh, how Omar saying that how you, um, well, you've been doing this since you're in middle school. I thought it was really cool because it takes nuts, bro. Honestly, uh-huh. to be in a small town and to be in front of people, yeah, like como la vergüenza da pena, no? Yeah, for sure. And Especially growing just, up. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's super cool that you like you you fought through that. I guess I don't know. It was kind of like my dad, like. Because whenever I was a kid, all right, so from the very get-go, like, it all started, he said he would play in a Norteño group. Like, him and his friends would jam out in the back of the house. Mm-hmm. And that he said I uh, I pulled up in, like, a leather jacket. I was all dressed up. I was, like, really young, like, four years old. Yeah. I had my <laughs> boots on and a little cowboy hat. And I was, like, telling my dad, I was, like, let me sing a song. Just straight drip out. Yeah. yeah. I just showed up all dripped. Yeah. And then he's, like, <laughs> he's like, dude, like, 
quit. Like, we're practicing, like, over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I kept bugging and bugging. And finally, he got annoyed. And he's like, all right, let's hear him then. He how, says he can sing were you? I was, like, four years old, I think. Yeah. And then I just started singing a song. I started singing a song called Ojitos Negros. Mm-hmm. And he said, like, everybody was, like, shocked. Because they were like, what the heck? Like, this kid don't even speak Spanish. How is he singing the song in Spanish? <laughs> and, um, yeah, there's Yayi, like... Like, every time we went to a wedding or quinceanera or something, Mm -hmm. he would always, like, pressure me into singing with the group. And I never wanted to. And Awebo, like, he would tell me, like, you're going to sing today. Like, I don't care if you want to or not. So that that really did help me um, overcome a lot of my nerves and stuff. Because if it wasn't for that, I'd probably be super nervous. Yeah, yeah. So basically saying, like, having, you know, a dad in that space really helps a lot. No, for sure. Well, having somebody that's more supportive, like like overcome your your fears and stuff to because push you, to push it yeah because even though like i was scared doesn't mean i didn't like to sing you know i just didn't know how to sing in front of people mm. yeah. and then it just came to the point where i don't i don't know i just don't care anymore yeah, so. yeah, yeah. i mean that takes a lot though don't it like being in front of people yeah because you have to like seeing they probably want a little movement you're not just standing there stiff right well like, it's not even that stage i think kind of thing? i think yeah. the majority yeah, of the sure, thought process different. is like Dude, everybody out there is a critic, mm-hmm. whether it's a good one or a bad one. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody, everybody that uh, that's out there has something to say or think, yeah. whether they say it or not, or whatever they say that amongst each other when you're not there or whenever you are there. Like, that's something I'm always thinking about. So it's kind of just like you kind of have to learn to not care what people think. Yeah, but you think. can't think about that shit either. Because if, if well, you can't. If you think, let it, like, get to your head too much, like, it'll, yeah. like, obviously eat at you. But mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I think I have tough skin. I just... Don't even let it bug me. That's better. So. That's better. Like everyone's your hater until they're your fan, you know. Like everyone's everyone's looking at. Yeah, I, I hated Dan for the longest, bro. Just <laughs> no being in his presence. Me and Dan was, used to play PSP back in the day. Dude, he's smart. Dan's smart, bro. So sometimes like I told you, And what about like your first performance in front of people? How was that? How old were you? How did that go? Do you remember it? I don't remember, bro. Like I said, like since I was a young kid. Okay, what about as like a professional then? Rosa, when was the moment you were like, this This is like my big stage? You're like, uh, I still haven't had that yet. Rosa Guadalupe came through, went through his hair, and right. he just <laughs> went God mode. The music started playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> he saw like the one rose that was there. Jeez. Like the fucking wind just blew everywhere. <laughs> I, um, so like whenever I started like releasing music on my own is whenever I started feeling like I could do something. Because I released music with Seth, right? And mm-hmm. I still play for them. But Seth, it wasn't like personal. Seth Norteño. No, for the listeners, we got. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Seth Norteño is our, our group. It's a Norteño group that um, it's like me, is my friend, Javi, his dad, they slay though, Brian, Good. and we released a couple songs, and we plan on releasing more. But that was like I grew up listening to Norteño music, so yeah, mm-hmm. um, that's what I started playing. And then COVID hit, and I like had like songs that I had written but never shared. So I remember going to Ulysses, and I was like, "Dude, Dad." I have this song, like, what do you think? And I showed him, like, three or four songs. And there was one that stood out. And he's like, I really like this song. Like, maybe you should record it. Because I found a sound engineer out of Mexico, out of Zacatecas. Oh, shit. And that was one another thing for me. Like, you can make all the music you want, but you need a good producer or mm-hmm. a good engineer to, to make mix it. all. Yeah. And I didn't know anybody. And también, like, I didn't have all the money to go and record at a really good studio and stuff. So I was like, dude, I'll just record it at home. And then I'll send it to a good sound engineer. So that's exactly what I did. So, like, I remember driving back home to 
Wichita at the time I was living in Wichita. And I didn't know which song that I was going to record, even though my dad was like, dude, I really like this song. I was still like in my head about it. And then for some odd reason, I got a notification on my phone where Siri suggested me to work on a note. And it was that song. And that had never happened to me before. Uh So I was like, dude, what the heck? Like maybe it's like meant to be or something. That's what I was thinking in my head. So I was like, all right, cool. So I finished the song. And I didn't like it. And I'm like, dude, I don't like the song. Like, I think I screwed it up. So I deleted it and I rewrote it, like, the second half of the song. And then, like, weeks later, I went and recorded it. And then a month later, I released it. And, yep. And what song was that? Quédate conmigo. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's the one that, like, helped me. That's how my manager found me now. And, I mean, that started everything. It was just. Is that the one that you shot in Houston? No, I shot that video in Wichita. Oh, wait. In the club, right? Is that the one I'm no. thinking of? No, that's... Oh, uh, I'm thinking of a different That's one, right? 1942. Yeah, that's mm. 1942. Speaking of 1942, we have a bottle here. Is the bottle yeah. ready? The bottle is. is here. We're not going to shout out who brought it or what liquor store we got it. Because Why? they didn't let me record on. Yeah, they said... Uh, but there's rules to this shit, we, so... We asked for filming privileges, and they said no. Man, fuck grit. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna say yeah, man, <laughs> Fuck them though, fuck them. Hey, but uh, we got this bottle delivered because I stopped at six liquor stores on the way here and could not find it. And then Dan found it in a matter of two minutes. <laughs> and Dan has they, the answers. They did man. not want a shout out. They didn't want nothing to do with it. Apparently, they made too much money. Time to eat yeah. a dick then. Uh, essentially, in a way, we did. Um, real quick, Mont. Talking about your song that you said you rewrote it. Um, do you have that a lot where? You make a song, you listen back to it, right? You're listening to all the notes, make sure you sound good. Does that happen to you a lot where you listen so much or you're like, I hate it now? Um, yeah, I think that's every song I do. Like eventually I get tired. I get tired of it before it's even released. You're like your biggest critic. Oh, for sure. Like I've been sitting on a lot of these songs that I have in my next album for probably a couple years. It seems like some of them anyways, not all of them, but Yeah. I listen to it every night. I listen to my album every single night. Damn. And like, I'm always like thinking like, what can I do better? What needs fixed? And then so the next day I'll go go back and fix something. And I've been doing that for a while until I feel like it's perfect. Um, so yeah, I don't even get to like, like I'm only listening to the raw raw file. Mm-hmm. So by the time the the master and like the like official audio like is made and stuff like that. Do you think I don't that's even why? care to listen to it anymore. But do you like, think that's why though? Because you're listening to like the not non-produced part. Of it? Nah, so. because I like the raw footage. Like, oh, yeah. like if you know your raw like sound is yeah. sounds good. Like it's gonna sound way better whenever it's mixed and mastered and stuff. So yeah, that's true. But it's just the simple fact that I already listened to these songs like thousands of times. So yeah, is I'm already a, over. Is it ever an issue like where you think a song isn't like ever good enough? Like you work on a song and you listen to it again and you feel like you could do yeah. better, and it's just like a repeating cycle. And at one point you just let it go or yeah. do you just, you just like keep working on it? Nah, sometimes I'll finish the song and at, at the, f- like when I'm done with it, I'm like, dude, I fuck with this song. And then I'll keep listening to it and listening to it. And then I'm like, you know what? This just doesn't, this isn't it. But do you have peers around you where it's like, it's fine. Like don't overthink it. No, no. Okay. I keep it. I strictly, I mean, I choose what songs I want to put on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like I still have a lot of like songs that I've written that I've never released that I might never release. But I just, me personally, I just don't feel like I want to release it because it's not good for me. Like, I don't think it's good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or it's not good enough for what I want to release. So, But, okay. So that's where it gets complicated because you think it's not good. Yeah. 
but to the listeners, they think it's amazing. Yeah, it yeah. might be fire, but Mante is like, so, like yeah, like so perfectionist almost yeah. in a way. Jeez, and I tough. feel like those are album songs, like the songs that you feel like aren't gonna make like hit singles. Mm-hmm. You would release in an album. Don't get me wrong. You want your album to come out as great as possible, and that's what I'm saying. Like those songs that I feel like might not be good enough to be singles, I would put on an album. Okay. So yeah, so. like you have your filler, and then you have your songs like you put yeah. your heart into, and those are the songs that you want to be. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. So coming to that, to you, what's the perfect album? How many songs are on a great album? I wouldn't release more than ten. Ten. Okay. I wouldn't release more than ten. How long? How long is this album? Eleven. <laughs> no, like no, no, like, like like a uh, minutes wise. Like, yeah, minutes wise. Thirty five, I think. Thirty five. Because that's a good attention span. Because like, yeah, bro, nowadays that, you you get tired. You like, you look at the song and you're, you look at the album. You're like, damn, I still have fucking forty minutes left. Yeah, but thirty five. That's, that's I look at good, I look at albums. I'm like, good night. There's no way I'm gonna listen to all twenty of these songs. Like, like those those artists that drop like an album and are deluxe at the same time. Like a fucking like, Gunna album or like a Nav album. It, yeah, then you like two hours worth of listening. You're like, fuck. Like halfway yeah, yeah. through, you're like, I'm tired of this guy's voice. Mm-hmm. But you know, 35, you're like, for sure. I feel this guy's hype. This guy's still going strong. Is there a strategy to that? You think people start off like slow and then like well, it's because songs and then slow n- again. Nowadays, albums are getting way longer because like COVID hit yeah. and like streaming. Yeah. yeah, you know what sense. I mean. Also, so, like in the opposite of things, like let's like if you're driving for like four or five hours, you know, and you're listening to the same guy for two or three hours, at one point you're like, "Damn, I'm kind of sick of this." I'm, yeah, yeah, I want something. But if you keep like Monty and it's thirty five minutes, but it's su- all super strong, super good, no filler, mm-hmm. then you're like, "Damn, I fucking yeah, that's feel what, this that, guy's." That's vibe. what you call this filler, like the bullshit songs in between yeah. our ears. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. but that's music. what's hard for like new like the artists that have been in the game for a while, like a like a Drake or whatever. Yeah. Because like it all comes down to like a cash grab, yeah. yeah you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Uh, since these too much filler. Since these, uh, like, what do they call it? Like Spotify and them. Since they're paying so little for such an amount that they're putting out, they're gonna put as much songs as they can to come, so they can, uh, you know, yeah, come back with that money. Yeah, like mm-hmm. for example, for example, like uh, Lil Wayne, he has so many verses that he. Whenever he makes a new song, he has to actually Google his old lyrics yeah. to see if he's already made that rap. Yeah, yeah. So because that, it's I can't getting too to fucking more. repetitive. Exactly. I can't, I can't. Yeah, like he gets too repetitive, too same. I think it was in 2000, anywhere from 2009, 2010, he was on everybody's song. Yeah. And that was like whenever he was going through his bullshit or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like a banger would come out and then he'd rap over it. And it's just like, bro, I don't want to hear your voice. Yeah, bro, like, bro not, I've, already not heard this this, I've already heard this verse. But like, if you mm-hmm. keep like Monte Fresh straight, like you already yeah. have that passion for the whole 35 minutes. What about, yeah. feature, what about features, sh- Monte? I have, I should have four features on this album. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Which I'm excited. One of, this, one of the features on here um, that, I, that I'm supposed to do, his name is Dariel Cano. And his vibe is so chill. And I love like his voice. He played with us at South by Southwest. And he his performance was really cool, and I was like, "You were at South by Southwest this year, yeah, yeah." That's a good Damn, transition. We South by Southwest. I was talking to you earlier. I told you earlier about performing in front of people, mm-hmm. and South by Southwest is huge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you played? Was it a Friday? Uh, Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it was lit for a Thursday. Oh, for sure. That shit yeah, gets yeah, that yeah. whole like two three weeks is crazy. Austin gets stupid. But it was the first musica mexicana showcase. Yeah, like, that's what I history. saw too. And, that, and then, uh, that's what I was curious about. I thought it was just more hip hop based and shit like that. Yeah. Did you yeah. feel overwhelmed? No, I yeah. was excited. Yeah, that's what yeah. I have questions for. Is because like, 
do you have stage jitters? Like, are you, you know, they're like, hey, Monta, you're up in 10. How are you feeling in this moment? Maybe. You got the whole crew sitting there. You got your guitar, you know, headset or whatever. I think it's literally maybe a couple minutes before I get on. But once I step on stage and I'm looking around and I'm like, all right, guys, it's, it's this, time to this fucking This is easy get work. <laughs> and I love it. I love to be up there. And especially whenever you get to sing your own songs and people are feeling them, it's like, yeah, it's a vibe for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you focus on like on like you and the music or do you focus on the crowd and like how they're responding? Oh. Um, That's a good question. Usually you go up with a list, right? Like you go up with a set list of what you want to play. And if the crowd isn't responding how you want, then you have to make last minute adjustments. And you just play the bangers? or uh, And then you start you? playing songs that you feel like would fit their vibe. Sometimes you kind of have to mess around and play different songs to kind of, because different crowds like different things. So yeah. Yeah. you don't want like a straight banger on yeah. and then all of a sudden you go to like a, like, quiero llorar. Like, like a long, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, at our South by Southwest performance, we we played Quédate Conmigo, 1942, and we played a song called Dos Vicios. It's, like, an old, like, more traditional Mexican-style song. And I wanted to add that because it was the first Musica Mexicana showcase, and I just wanted to show, like, you know, don't get me wrong, we're all playing the new, like, the new, like, new era stuff, mm-hmm. but, like, this stuff comes down from the roots, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to all the background. I know what's going on right now. We got my my older brother outside playing with a, a ruckus. No, he's not playing out though. Um, running around, kids around. Since it was the first Latin music, how many other groups were there? Ooh, there was quite a bit. Yeah, there, yeah, there was like ten, I would say maybe. I was there be like wrong. big artists that like are mainstream um, now that we know? One of the biggest one was Nivel Codiciado. Really? Yeah, Nivel. They're they were, cool. They were there too. Yeah, Bro. they headlined, and then. DS Cuatro was supposed to show up, and I don't know what happened, but they didn't end up coming through. But they were supposed to be the two main acts. Yeah, Coliseo has a, a song that, um, Troqueando Sin Destino. Yeah. That's a banger. I took care of him at a show one time. Like, they came up to buy Michelas and shit from mm-hmm. me one time. I didn't, I, like, I didn't recognize him. Yeah. Never seen him in person. And then I told my wife, I was like, hey, I think those are the dudes that sing. And I Googled him, and I'm like, <laughs> shit, I should have been like, Here's a free Michelada, bro. Yeah. Fuck no, I'd charge him double. <laughs> nah, no, but it was like, you know what I mean? They can afford it. They're yeah, really for cool. real. Really nah, humble, but this guys. was last year. Like, you got to think about it. A lot of artists, bro, they don't just, just because they get a deal, they don't just, boom, have, you know, shit ton of money. They don't at the beginning, you know what I'm saying? And then that shit comes with the, yeah, with the fame, with the promotion. I, and I think that's Musica Mexicana. And mm-hmm. I think it's kind of fucked up, to be honest with you, because you get into the English music and somebody's popping, like, they're popping. Like, mm-hmm. Like a Jack Harlow. Yeah, like you get your deal and you're already up. But don't get me wrong. It's basically like they give you a loan and then you have to work your ass off and pay that back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Musica Mexicana is like, okay, like we're going to give you this opportunity. And it's kind of more of like you got to work for it all. You know do you think saying? it's like? Do you think it's the demographic, like the kind of people that are around it's here? Ooh, yeah. What it comes down to is that since we are in a different country, we're not a-list yeah, does that yeah. make sense it's like, it's like yeah the for sure vicente yeah. fernandez was fucking huge to us right for yeah. sure and he's done shows here everywhere but he didn't sell out all the time yeah trust me there was times where that motherfucker sold out and he made badass albums yeah. but since we are in a white place we're still low level does yeah. that make sense for sure no i i understand that but like the true. whole J- jack carlo thing you're saying you think he did what, like two songs and then boom, just blew up? No, uh, Jack Carlo's been in the game for like ten years already. Yeah, he's blown up for after a while. Cause I remember I I showed was it Yilmar that I showed him at like years ago and I was oh, like, yeah, oh, yeah. this guy's gonna blow. Up. I I told multiple people like, dude, this yeah. guy's gonna blow up. And that that's what really what it comes down to. I mean, 
for him to be a great great Southwest, and whoever else was there, like that's that's badass. You guys are pioneers to that shit. Yeah, yeah for someone to blow up out of Southwest Kansas, that's that's huge. The fucking shithole. That'd be no crazy. No one fucking makes it out of. Like, that I didn't know about Great White Southwest until we went there accidentally this year. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I'm like, uh, I think I sent you a thing where I'm like, hey, the Rolling Loud thing series. Like, oh yes, Great White Southwest is in town. I'm like, what's that? You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm not really into all that shit going on. But that was shit. That shit was dope. That the amount that was there. That's very important, actually. Yeah, that was a cool experience for sure. Did you guys play at a at an actual Latin club, or was there just like we played at Gabriela's mm-hmm. Coffee, uh, Revival Coffee? Okay, yeah. So there was like a lot of um, different places playing different music type yeah. of thing, right? It's just mm-hmm. a big music. Okay. Yeah, but the majority that went to that showcase were uh, Mexicanos, which yeah. was cool. Don't get me wrong; I mean, uh, there was a lot of other people, but the majority was Mexicanos, and I don't know. It was just cool to see the outcome because um, it was the first uh, Mexican. Musica Mexicana show that they had, so. That was dope, bro. That was sweet. It is dope. What about, like, I don't know if we can talk about this, but your prices. What about my prices? What's a good, if we can get you out for, like, a bowl hour, like a quince or some shit, Wait, you know what, what I mean? What if Pri- I'm about to get married next month, right? Privadas are. I want, I want fucking gay marriage, Gay marriages are new here in uh, Texas? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that, Dan. <laughs> what if I want you to play my wedding next month? Privadas are, are on me, so we would work that out. Between us, All ourselves. Right. Not that I'm going to get married, actually. I get zero bitches on the record. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. You get sure. women. That's the thing. You get zero bitches, but you get women. <laughs> nah, privadas are definitely on me. And then whenever it comes to shows um, that are being like held at clubs or whatever... My manager takes care of that. Mm. And then, you know, so you, have, so you have a pretty good manager that takes care of all the friends yeah. and shit. That's I don't, I don't worry about none of that stuff. Thank you want to shout her out? Oh, of course. Yaya. Shout out to Yaya. She's great. <laughs> I've heard that name multiple times. Like I said, I've been, I've been listening to the brown bag and this yeah. one. Yeah, I guess they cool. know them. And then that's how they know you guys. Dope. Okay, so you're in high school. You're practicing music. I know you're playing a lot. Yeah. I've always saw you as a shy guy. In high school, you, you thought had, I was shy, bro? Yeah, you were shy. You were for sure shy well, in high school. Because our relationship, we weren't as close, me and yeah. you. And then you came back from high school. And you're still kind of shy, and you wouldn't curse. Yeah. Now I hear you fucking he, singing like a sailor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't the shyest, but you also were. You weren't putting yourself out there as yeah, much yeah. in high school. Like he had the yeah. confidence, but he wasn't like big dick and everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. But now, the, but now, the thing is that he was he probably raised properly. So, uh, we maybe weren't. That's why we talk like sailors. Nah, like, I wouldn't now, say that. But now he's fucking laying his thing. You know? <laughs> now he's fucking. Nah, I don't thing. know. Maybe. It, I don't know why. I mean, like, I always I always say that, like, like sometimes I think back and I'm like, dude, I was, like, I had, like, no girls. Like, I was, Zero like, really bitches. to myself. Like, Zero bitches. Don't, I hung out with my friends a lot. I was really cool with Wheezy and Javi. Still still am to this Shout day. Shout outs. Um, that was, like, I kind of just stuck to my own. Wheezy cheesy. And now it's even worse. Like, I have way less friends. And, Bro, that's what happens. And I, 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 my circle is, like, stupid small. You know, you know what's well, crazy, too? You think it's because you have more haters now? Nah, like, I wouldn't even you, say that. You think it's like people that, that stuck by you from day one, they're still there, they, you know? I appreciate the people that have been there from the beginning. Like, they're irreplaceable, obviously. And I, honestly, I don't really care to have new friends. Not saying that, like, I'm, like, in a stuck-up way or, like, um, if I meet somebody, cool, but 
it's it's hard, bro, to find loyal people that like mm-hmm. will hold it down because like, people that are, are there for the right reasons, yeah, and, and that are there when you're not around, like in a sense, like that have your back when you're not there and stuff, like because people that are hitting you up now will probably kind of see the thing that you're rising up to, and they're like, eh. yeah, it can be like that, but at the same time, like I said, I don't go out much, I don't hang out with anybody, like the majority of the week, like. I might just see my sister and my nephew. You're grinding. Mm-hmm. You're on the grind. You're yeah. on that musical grind. Dude, I'll be like, I like to record at night, so I'll be like up from like. In your zone. I'll be playing Fortnite with the boys, and then it's, I'm like, all right, boys, it's time to get off. It's like mm-hmm. 10. I won't go to sleep till like 5 in the morning because like I'm recording I'm all working. night. Working. Because you're grinding. You're on that grind. <laughs> That's what we love around That's here. what I, what I think is weird is growing up in a small town, you get like for life. Or lifers out there. Oh, everyone ex- sure, everyone you know expects I mean? you to hate to fail too. You no, know? no, 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 not that. It's like me and you. We yeah. met in middle school, right? Yes, sir. And we're still friends to this day. Yeah. Zach, elementary, uh, a lot of the homies, you know, from back then. Easy, Zach. Yeah. And then we have a couple new friends like Lewis. He's from yeah, here yeah. that we, you know, didn't know at all. But what's weird here is that I'll talk to Summer talking about her friendships, and it's like a lot of it falls out. Yeah, that big city stuff. Where That's they, what I'm saying. The like, big city. You, you grow, lose friends. You grow away cu- quickly, yeah. And, and you guys City fall Slickers. apart real easy because <laughs> there's just so much shit here and there's so much people here that there's fallouts all the time. Yeah. You, you'll you'll have a friend for two to three years thinking, oh, yeah, this is my best friend. You know, I'm going to kick it with him forever. Like, he's going to be my fucking groomsman. Yeah. yeah fucking, if you guys have a little fight, don't talk to you at all. And you know we just comes down to friendship, though, dude. No, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the type of people you meet, not necessarily location. No, that but, comes with location because there's still like, a lot of people this, that you can't you, replace people so easily in a small town. Like you're yeah. forced to see them guys everywhere but, you but go. But at the end so. of the day, you know, there's gonna be stories. And shout out to my home, my homeboy Juan Pineda. He said this, there's gonna be people that you tell stories to, and there's gonna be people that you tell stories about. Like you guys have stories about each other, and that's gonna go for that's the rest of the life. That's a small town thing, though. Yeah, but not, yeah. I don't think like so, you can, you can't have the same experiences here because, because, like in a bigger town, if somebody disagrees with you, they just go find another friend. But like in a small town, you gotta that's fucking a, see that's them a every whole day. ass right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I have friends here. I have friends here where they're like, uh, I was uh, drinking with an old boss and his and his friend, and they were they were they're chopping it up, and then I'm like, they're like thirty. I'm thirty three. They were thirty. They're thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight. Old. And then he says, I was like, when did this happen? And then he's like, oh, this happened when we were 16 in high school. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, what? Like, that's a grip ago, right? Yeah. And that's when I'm like, damn, y'all been friends forever. That's what I'm saying. That's like what, but liberal? that's here in Dallas. No, that was here in Dallas. Mm. Omar and uh, one of his little homies. But it's less likely. You no. Know, like, cause you he, know, like, yeah, yeah, less likely. But still, you have a, lo- still a larger span, uh, like a larger pool of friends to go to, like if you're in here in Dallas and stuff. You know, like, you have like a mo- way yeah. more people. But like, but a lot, free, free another, another thing is... Uh, like what you your your likings, what you're exposed to too is like in smaller towns. Like we all we we're all made friends with each other because we're such in like in a small pool. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was telling Mike. I was like, if we were to grow up here in Texas, I would have been a quatch. I, I bet. The quatch? Yeah, yeah, I swear to God, I look at my fucking nephew and he has a bowl cut. And you're like, I'm like, bro, you were you weren't on that shit like a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Like yeah, if I if I grew up styles, here in Dallas, I'd been a fucking nerd because I am a fucking nerd. I, like I just I was a nerd for life, you know. I I kind of went through that a little bit because I got I had the full hawk for the longest time, and that was a haircut that didn't really exist when we were younger, and then it became a style, and then I had the little fucking full hawk. I said the piquito kid man. Mm-hmm. 
But if you grew up, if you grew up in like like Ulysses, what well, I guess you did, but like uh, your friends just kind of accept you for who you are, and like they just kind of fucking admit it. Like, oh, nah, fuck no. If you're a fucking guy. dweeb, bro, you're a dweeb, bro. I ain't Hell, trying to I no, here, fucking, here, <laughs> here. If you're a dweeb, they're not gonna fuck with you. But back home, yeah, you're helping people with their homework. I, yeah, yeah, I was I was a weird ass dude. When I first moved to Ulysses, I was I was known as like the fucking nerdy ass smart kid, right? Big ass head, big ass head. I moved to Ulysses in second grade, and I was just you a had abnormally abnormally large head. Yeah, for that. What, what they used to call you? Uh, watermelon head. Jesus. And like that's that's just a football head. Like uh, I came from South Dakota, you know. So I was like I was like used to the. New, you to think the that's fucking, a thing from South Dakota? Like, were you born in South Dakota? No, I was born, born in Colorado. Colorado. You think that's a thing? Colorado Indians, big head. Well, like uh, they have less oxygen, so being, the fucking being, head grows bigger. Or being something. in those two uh, first states, like Colorado and South Dakota, you know, I was like the only Hispanic guy. Yeah. So like they'd always like ask me like stupid ass jokes, like, "Hey, how do you say watermelon in Spanish?" They always like ask me like stupid ass shit like that. Would you say watermelon? You know? I'd be like. Fucking, I don't know. No look, look it up. <laughs> no sable. No <laughs> sable. <laughs> I think one no, thing too yeah, is like, like once you uh, once you move to like a more like a, like a friendly Hispanic neighbor like like we had in Kansas. You know, everyone's your friend. Everyone's trying to be your friend because we all fucking see each other every single day. And if you have be with someone, you still have to see them every single yeah, day yeah. in every class. It's not like you. It's not like there's fucking fifteen middle schools like here in Dallas. You're all you're all yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah. You're all in the same neighborhood. And it just, I don't know, you, you grow better bonds. Yeah, because, like, you go to elementary, you have the same friends. You go yeah. to middle school, they're the same people. Yeah, Here, same. Summer was telling me that she went to an elementary, she met some friends. Middle school, they went to a different school. So now, they're you know, the friendship's torn apart because yeah. mm-hmm. in a city, you can't just drive to your friends or walk over to their house. You know what I mean? Because yeah, back home, yeah. we'd bike to each other, we'd walk. Here, it's, it's hard to do that. It's hard to go out with your friends unless you have your parents drive you everywhere. Yeah, so like back in Ulysses, you know, the class I had in second grade was the class that I graduated with in high school. So like we're all the same. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We all grow together. We all separate together. We all have the same bond. And and another thing is like old friends, like Wormy. Wormy's a perfect example for me. Me and Worm were friends. Me and Worm were friends but not as close as we could have been. We wouldn't yeah. hang out after school. You know what I yeah. mean? We'd see him in the hallways. Hey, what's up, Worm? You know, he he got the nickname Worm. Yeah. And he was in football, this and that. We weren't friends. I move here. He hits me up. He's like, hey, bro, I have to come over here for something, something. You want to kick it? Yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. So now me and Worm are closer to each other than me and, like, another close friend, like a, yeah. like a Louie. But if you grew up here in Dallas, you know, and you're, you guys were friends in elementary, and then you guys went fucking five high schools apart, someone yeah. hits you up from high school, like, seven fucking districts it, apart, you're like, eh, I don't really fucking It is know crazy. You. I mean, that is facts, because I think when we when we moved to the house where we stay at now, there was, I think, three options of middle schools that my son could go to. And then we kind of just like, ah, this one's a little bit closer for us. And this, yeah, so they got this fucker in the private school. That's now, why all his friends. They no, had no, no, no. That was a, that was Publix. And then, and then from there, somebody told us about this school where he's at now. And we're like, oh, we'll put him in there. Well, his, one of his little homies was like, man, I don't want to go to school no more. And he wanted to go like a street, a, a, a school that's for the streets. And my my son's like, if you go to that school, you're from the streets. And but that's what he wanted. And then now one of his friends goes over there, but they still stay in touch or whatever. Yeah, yeah. but like if your if your son had like friends from like way the fuck over here, and then suddenly that school is looked down upon, they lose friendship and shit. Yeah. You know, so like in Ulysses, we we all fucking grew up together, and like 
the same. Well, elementary was the only thing. It was weird for us because there was Hickok, there was Sullivan. Yeah, yours has changed. Ours, yeah. ours was, we went to Hickok, and then we went, no, we went to Sullivan, we went to Hickok, and then we went back to Sullivan, and then middle school, and then high school. See, by the time I got there, we all went to Hick because I, I showed up in, like, at the very end of second grade. So it was Hickok, Sullivan, and in high school. Did any of you guys go to Joyce? Or Kepley. Kepley. Fuck no. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I went to Joyce to get fucking... Yeah, hell no. That's where you get your GEDs. No. Oh, that's, that, that, that's not mine. That's not it. Um, that's where like the... <laughs> no, the only time I went to Joyce is because they'd give out... The only time I went to Joyce is because they'd give out fucking school supplies for like the the lower class. Mike Porce's so, shot. Yeah. So, so the parents the parents would show up with like a the lowest check that my dad would make yeah. and like, oh, you qualify for school supplies, so I'd be getting the free That's fucking what we tool. Did in elementary, yeah. my dad would take like a two fucking. Week. Allegedly, because we would allegedly finesse the system for my cheaper dad lunches. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, hell yeah, I had free lunch in high school. We we're off good. I'm gonna fucking. Put my dad out there. Uh, we would. My dad would take like a two, like a two week weekend. You know, like a two week vacation, mm-hmm. and then we would take that check, which yeah, is yeah, fucking yeah. miserable. And then we would use that as our as our yearly income for elementary, <laughs> elementary, high school, shit. all that shit, middle school. And then we would so use what he, that for middle school, and I'd get fucking free lunches. Yeah, so what he around. made in a month. That's what you said that you guys made the whole year. Yeah, because no, no, no. So they, they he would just act they like they just the same. They'd get the lowest check year? that he could make because yeah, yeah. that's what so dad would do. My dad would take that's like a vacation mom would do. and be like, mean? "Yeah, this no, is dad because mom couldn't proof of income." My dad would be like, "Yeah, this is what I make in one month," and it'd be like him on like two weeks vacation, fucking four hundred dollars, so fucking miserable. Yeah, and he'd be like, "Yeah, this is what we make," and then we did that for like elementary, Kepley High School. And I'd get fucking free lunches. You know? Would they do that to you guys? Because I know when we would go to like Mexico over the summer. And we'd come back for school time. My dad would show, you know, that vacation time. Yeah, so he'd make yeah, a shit sir, check. Yes, sir. So I'd qualify for all the fucking benefits. That's what I would do, too. Did you guys have that? Yeah. I mean, there was three of us growing up. So we were, like, super poor. You you grew up, like, good, bro. Like, us three, we were rags, bro. We were rags. I grew up mid. You grew up mid? Mid. What a loser. Yeah, we we grew up poor. Still grateful, bro. though. Grateful, though. I'm grateful for your family, too, because I'd always go to your house and eat your burritos. <laughs> no, dude, Zach can attest to that, bro. Because mom would always make burritos for dad and me, and sometimes Zach would come over after school. Since middle school, we'd come hang out, and he's like, "Hey, bro, you got any burritos?" Remember, I, like, I don't know. Let me check the fridge, and there's just a fucking six six pack right there. Of burritos. Dude, when my mom was selling burritos, that was my peak, bro. Because I'd be selling them hoes. Who wants a burrito? You're making money off doing people's was, homework I, and so selling burritos. I would go to work. In Johnson, right at American Implement, and I'd sell them three dollars a pop. Damn, did you just plug American Implement? Just low key, huh? Did you just plug them? No, I I fucked the shit. I raped the shit out of them financially. <laughs> allegedly, right? allegedly, allegedly, right? They're not gonna listen to this. I'd so, how much to, would your mom sell the burritos for? Like one fifty, maybe. And you'd sell them for double. I sell them for three dollars a pop, right? <laughs> it's because of uh, travel fees, bro. All right, <laughs> gas. <laughs> I also work in Johnson, right? And there would be construction companies. twenty miles, yeah. man. So my boss would hit up all the companies that work in Johnson, right? And, like, the the guys that are doing roofing and shit, they'd come over to us, and I'd start slinging burritos to them, too. So I was easily selling 30, 40 burritos a day. This is <laughs> something nobody's known about until this day. Yeah, if, for on sure. Our, on your part, but on, on my part. I was making hella fucking If it money. wasn't for my mom, my older brother Jesse, and myself, the new gym in the high school in Ulysses, Kansas, would have not been built. Jesus except Christ. Except for one what? guy. Except for one guy. And the reason is that I used to go with my brother Jesse. 
And we would sell burritos for mom right there in the parking lot while they're building the big basement. Everything. What? We saw that, right? We saw that motherfucker like what? from the bottom, from, from dirt. This is news to me. Dirt to the hole, to the brick, to the everything. And we show up in the red truck, the red, the, the, the guinda, the red and black one. The Ford? Yes. And we abrimos la pinche helera. And then I was on the cooks, and then he would sell the burritos. And there was only one guy that didn't fuck with us. And we, we were curious on why not, because I wanted to go deliver some burritos. He had, like, the biggest pocket knife, and he was, like, making his own sandwiches. And it's like, Fucking bro, dweeb. I was like, bro, it's either you're, you're not married or your wife doesn't love you, bro. Porque te manda lonche, but it's like build your, bear, build your own bear, lonche. <laughs> build your own breakfast? Yeah, build your own breakfast, head ass. But everybody, bro, if it wasn't for mom... That fucking gym would have been built because we fed the motherfuckers oh, lunch. And this says one thing. You remember the, the you remember the chile verde con puerco with the rice? Oh my god! This speaks of one thing only: was burritos yeah. built America. Six two zero, right there. America, bro. Burritos <laughs> built America. Burritos built six two zero. And then Fridays was a uh, El Día de Sancho's, right? Like she would make Sancho's. Damn. What was the only burrito place we'd go to in high school? Quitos. 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 Oh yeah. my god. Dude, that, yeah, did you ever go to Quitos? I've a couple times. Have you gone, Jesse? They it's, had a fucking. Quitos over there by yeah, the Grand Burritos. County Bank. They had a hold on my wallet. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Every fucking day when I, when I when I when I was like a junior, yeah, your guys' high school was all quitos. I remember they had a fucking hold on my wallet. I'd be there every fucking day, and I took the same exact burrito. And they fucking knew who I was too. Dan walks in. Oh, el, el, what is how you say usual in Spanish? El, uh, lo de siempre. Lo de siempre. Lo de siempre. Yeah. They saw his face and like, oh, aquí está tu orden. Yeah. I'd right. walk in and be like, oh, tenga buen día. They see the white <laughs> mustache. I'd give him the fucking, was it $4? Yeah. I'd walk out. It was a burrito, yeah. chips, and a drink for four bucks. I'd give him four bucks. I'd walk out. It was amazing. I would walk in, tenga buen día. Yeah. Have you guys ever tried the, the burritos from the Tortilleria by Lowe's? Yeah. Dude, they oh. had some good breakfast burritos. So when, uh, so they, they make, they make the, the tortillas like in factory, right? Yeah. So whenever they'd get like, uh, Cause they have like a certain window where they can't be used anymore. Mm-hmm. My mom would go and buy them all, and she'd freeze them. Uh-huh. And that's what Damn. she would use on her burrito. Oh, all the tortillas. Yeah, tortillas. Yeah. So we would get fucking dude. Aaron, anytime I meet, I need tortillas. She brings me like a fucking cooler. No, nah, I want to give a shout tortillas. out to the, like some real tortillas. What is it? Cactus tortilla. Uh, they're in um, Cactus Jack tortillas. No, no, no. They're Cactus in Dumas. Travis they're in Dumas, huh? Travis Scott makes tortillas. Niñas? The one that that you go to the house? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We would go to, uh, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out to fucking Aaron and Austin. Their, their grandma, yeah, shot. their grandma. We'd go to Sylvia Ochoa's mom's house, and uh, they would bring them from Dumas, Texas. Uh, a up white van would show up. Honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. damn. Now up that I think about it, not, now that I think about it, that's where I got my whole business thing. Like, is I could just drive around in a van and and sell product. Yeah, because we would buy tequi- uh, uh, tortillas from them. Did you fuck with tortillas like that, Mont? Dude, I fuck with flour tortillas, bro. They not like it. Yeah, give him a shot. Give him a shot. I remember. I remember. We didn't just pay almost three hundred for this freaking bottle. Just I, I remember, mom would send me share. to go pick up a, a, a what do they call it? The tortillas. No, but she'd call it something else. The box. A caja de tortillas, I guess. Yeah, carton. A carton, no? Yeah, una yeah, caja, yeah. Like una caja, dos cajas. Yeah, you gotta get there right, like at five, because the fucking line fills up when they sell out. Fucking. But shout out Aaron and Austin's grandma, though, bro. And Wheezy. Shout out Wheezy. They fed us great, bro. Them tortillas? There's there's nothing that compares to those fucking tortillas, dude. <laughs> Golly, yeah. Yeah, these are natural. Oh, uh, I remember uh, Silvio Ochoa. They did a petition, bro, in middle school. 
because uh, she was like one grade or two grades about, I think I was like in sixth or seventh. And they did a petition where we all signed, everybody signed, and we started carrying those tortillas at the middle school. No way. Yeah, it's like we voted that shit in or something. No, like we that. didn't have that shit. We uh, have so, 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 Yeah, it was, she, she was in your grade. Okay, so she was a year younger than I was like in sixth or seventh, yeah. And I remember we were in the cafeteria and she was walking around like, hey, can you guys sign this? Can you sign, sign this? We asked and like the tortillas, you know, that come from doing sexes and we're like, bro, let's get them, bro. Hey, burritos were next level after that. Yeah. At school. Cause, yeah, because back then like the, the, the tortillas they used, it was like toilet paper. You, like you'd get away and it would just dissolve. <laughs> bro, so you'd go and pick up get the all tortilla like, and it would just yeah. fucking fall out. One thing that we just floated over is the whole fucking gym being built. Yeah, I know. How old were you? Man, how old was Because you were, we weren't in high, you were in high school, no? You were like ninth grade. So I was probably in sixth or seventh. I'm four years younger than him. And they told you guys like, hey, we're getting, a, did you get to go to the gym before you graduated? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, because all the burritos, they built it that fucking year, bro. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, it was, it was a summer thing. You remember that? It was like a summer and a half, like late at the end of, at the, end of the school and then the whole summer. And then we went into winter because they had to put tarps down and shit like that. And they didn't have to fill Really? Place. Yeah, we were there Damn. for that, bro. That's crazy. It was dope. I think the only thing that got built when we were there was like the family dollar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that hotel. And then the Dollar General got tore down. Oh, yeah. And they made it to like a dealership. And then. Well, it didn't get torn down like it wanted to. <laughs> the shit got fucked up by the storm, didn't it? Yeah. Um, Did you guys have the roller rink? Because it was like a bar. It was a. It was over there by. Uh, hey, what about Jesse? The old Dollar Dollar General. Yeah, yeah Jesse one. I'm, I'm not a big fan of this. Yeah, give him some. Here, give you one. can have mine. Nah, AD. No, what do you no. mean? We got this because of you. <laughs> we don't want to do this. Yes. Oh my God, I can smell nah, it from here. Crying is okay. It just means you you love a lot, or you got a lot of feelings. You got a chaser. A lot of stories behind these, this this song. I bet. Well, I shouldn't say a lot, but there is a, a main story. We, no it, all starts off, it all starts off like every other Mexican When I was song. a young little boy. <laughs> From a girl. For the listeners, Dan just poured us all a shot yeah. of 1942 yes, in yes, homage sir. to Mont. And yes, I have this drink like 12 inches away from me, and I can smell it, and I'm crying already. I am not. <laughs> <laughs> all right, cheers, fellas. Muchas gracias. Jesse? Quick Brother cheers, doesn't have a cheers. mic or... Uh, or headphones, but he's going to be... Salud, papa. Salud. Damn. Oh, man. I want to say this is the first time I've ever actually bought one of these or participated in the buying one. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. I gagged. I've had better. I've had better. Oh. <sighs> All right. Let's, let's get to the story. Let's get to While it. While we're here. Let's talk about it while we're here. <laughs> oh, my All God. All right, so it was January 21st. The lights were dim Ooh. and bright. Boom, boom. You hear the, the bass thumping. Were you I at just, a quinta? No, oh, almost. I get over the shop, I just bro. arrived to set in Houston. It was the first time that I had ever flown out down there from Yaya. And I literally came off the plane. I was wearing sweats in my Yeezys. I was crusty looking. I bet I smelled like a nada. How do you look crusty in Yeezys? Jeez. You just do, bro. I look bummy. I remember. You look, you look like Kanye West. Dude, worse. <laughs> um, and then so we're at the club. And obviously, I don't know anybody. Like, that's the first time I ever met my manager. She's like, there's going to be a, 
a video release party at this club. You want to go? And I'm like, yeah, I'm cool with that. So we go, and the the bottle service girl was so pretty. And, like, I remember Yaya was, like, saying, like, I want you to, like, experience new things so that you have cooler, like, new things to write about, you know? And you've never been through, like, a bottle service or nothing? No. Okay. And then so I was like, okay, like, I get that. But, like, I'm over here thinking in my head, like, what can I possibly write mm-hmm. at a club where I don't know anybody? Yeah. I feel, like, kind of, like, strange because I, I don't know. I just felt it wasn't my vibe yet. Yet. All right. So I'm sitting there thinking on my good night. This, this bottle service girl kept pouring me 42. Kept pouring me 42. Before Jesus my drink Christ. Was with, she kept pouring me 42. And um, I'm drinks in. I'm already buzzing. Do you fall in love? Maybe, maybe momentarily. Maybe Ooh. I had the idea of love in my head. We could say that. Was she bad? Very pretty. Yes, very pretty. Mm. So the waitress I was serving you, nineteen forty-two. We actually brought beautiful. her here. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, here she is. <laughs> no, she was really cool and really sweet. And um, no, I did not. Unfortunately, what was her name? And I'll tell you if she was from the streets. No, I, I can't expose that. I can't expose oh, that. Oh, damn. You but got I her think name? What her name started with? I do have a, a picture with her. Let me and, see. Let me see. All right, that's Janine. That's not her, but it's the girl in the middle. Damn. My goodness. I would have fell in love I'm too. Not gonna, I'm, it's not me zooming into this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it because I am in a happy relationship. So. Omar, but if you the were in the middle. She looks <laughs> mid, bro. She, she was cute in the middle. <laughs> she was cute. She and was like, cute. And um, it looks like every Houston but, girl. Ever. But I think it was just like the idea of like, okay, yeah. like what what could I use from this opportunity to make a song? You thought about somebody, and it was her. So I was like, you know what? I'm, I went back home, and I remember thinking like, okay, like it was cool experience, whatever. What can I write about? You know, is she the one from the music video? No. Oh, okay, good. And so I wrote that song. And it just flowed. Like, I remember yeah. writing it, and I was like, dude, this song's kind of ass. So you're telling me no. 1942 is about her? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's the idea of her. Uh, the idea of falling in love, in love with a yeah. girl, but being fucked up. But you're remembering but was, somebody else, no? She inspired me to write it. Yeah. Uh, along with, of course, Yaya for giving me the idea. Mm-hmm. But but at the end of it, were you thinking of another girl while you were drinking no. this shit? Okay. Nah, not at all. So you hear that, make, ladies? You hear that? Believe. If any girl's listening to this and be like, oh, yeah, Diamante used to love me. Negative. No. Not even whenever he wrote 1942. <laughs> no, that no, song he was, was thinking of all of you, actually. Yeah. So you the song was definitely the song. In, the inspired by all the you. elements, not anything specifically. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Because I, I was watching the music video on the way here, and I could, I could kind of see, you know, your story where you're like, yeah. damn, this waitress, beautiful waitress, was bringing you 1942. Yeah. And then you're thinking about a pretty girl, you're drinking, you're buzzed, you're calling homegirl from whenever you went to fucking high school or something like that. But that's not the that's, 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 that's not that's the crazy. Story. That's now not the story. Now we know the deep dive. Yeah. Um, I feel like there are some songs where I definitely like dive deep into like my emotions and my yeah. thoughts and they're like about specific people. But um, yeah. those are the best songs. Dude, that's not, what, you get on this new album, oh my gosh, I have a song. All right, so. Maybe I'm. I don't want to like state time and location. State it, man. Yeah, state yeah. it, man. Because I don't want to get in this trouble. Is, this is verified thoughts. Bonus episode. All right, all right. Episode one. You have to verify, check this out. Uncut. You have to super special. Thoughts. Drunk. What is it? To my girlfriends, Orita. Sorry, but um. So I went to Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Not too long ago. I went to Mexico a couple weeks ago. Did you say girlfriends, Orita? Yeah. Okay, nice. Um, I went to Mexico a couple weeks ago, and I was out with my primo Javi, and we went out. Right? We Shout had a good Chivas. time. And of course, I mean, like you get drinks and there's girls and stuff like, and you meet people and stuff. Okay, so 
I was dating a girl for a while. We broke up, whatever. So I've kind of like not been looking and stuff like that. And I've kind of been over the whole idea of love and stuff. Like, so I wasn't really focused on that. You're just looking for a little in and out. Nah, not even. A Honestly, a little, nah, 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 nah. little, little drive through. <laughs> a little come and not go. Even. I was just, I was just chilling, right? I mean, don't get me wrong. Whenever I'm with my friends, I'll be talking a lot of shit and saying things like that. And but dump it. in reality, I'm just fucking around. But you were looking for the new crypto coin just to pump and dump. I, I met this girl. I met this girl, and maybe she inspired me. Like you know, like last minute, like you meet people and they make you feel a certain way. Like you might meet like like maybe when you hang out with like Dan or something. Like he makes you want to drink, right? He makes me want to die. That's he what makes you want to get <laughs> fucked up. Same. And like, no, like, I get you. I get you. There's certain people that bring certain vibes around you. And sometimes you meet new girls or, I mean, if you're gay, you meet new guys or whatever, but like. Or bi. This girl, like, I don't know. She Shut just, up, she was just a cool, like she was really cool. And so I wrote a song about like the ideas that she, she made me feel like, you know, like even if they weren't real, no, it was yeah, just yeah. like. The thought of it. Yeah. The emotions. Cause like it's easy to fall feel. in love with like the idea of somebody yeah. Yeah. or like an experience or something. Right. So that's exactly what happened. I like, I fell for an idea. Yeah. It wasn't true at all. Something you created up yeah. here. Yeah. And, and like that happens whenever I meet people or experience certain things. So on my new album, I have a song and it's going to be a girl's name. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not her actual name. Mm-hmm. How did fully? you come up with this girl's name though? Because it's kind of her name, but it's not actually her oh. name. It's like a, it's like a Brody is, and you call hey, her Toady. Wait, 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 wait. So, so <laughs> basically, wait, so she, her name she is might, Stephanie. I call her Heavenly. <laughs> so she might recognize her name in this? Or do you think she's going to be like completely oblivious? She's nah, a fucking bean, I, bro. I she probably be... don't have fucking Spotify over there. <laughs> nah, I don't think she's going to realize it. Well, she listens to it on fucking YouTube like 10 years later. Because like I said, it's, it's, um, it's kind of just, uh, it's idea. not 100% true. Okay. It's, it's the it, idea that you yeah. got in your head of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so sure. is of this, what could have been. Is this mm-hmm. a song going to make a, a special group of females that are named this? Like, is it going to hype them up? Like, Ooh. like Jennifer's? Yeah, like, nah. if, if you call it now Jennifer and all the Jennifers that listen nah. to you, you'd be like, oh, my like, God, it's like, about I me. Una canción. Maybe, but I don't think so. I mean, it's a really sweet song, and mm-hmm. I and whenever I wrote it, I didn't know how to put my emotions into words because, like I said, I only met this girl for a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe for like. So I only knew her for a, a couple, girls, couple hours. You fall in love quick. Dog. A lot it, of girls. Are I don't even know if it's love. like. It's not even fall in love. It's like I fall in love with ideas. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I realized that about myself. Like you put yourself in scenarios. You yeah, like okay. it's all in my head. Shit. It's not real. It's just all made up. So. Well, that's what that's what happens, you know. Like when you find a girl and like you think you like her, and then you just like, making also I'll make all these scenarios in your head. Yeah, it's what the song's about. Yeah, it's and exactly. then you try to talk to her, and she's like, "No, I have a boyfriend." And you're Literally. like, "All right, fuck you." <laughs> Literally, that's why Dan. <laughs> that's why Dan's an incel. When they say I have a boyfriend, it's because they want you to spit game a little bit harder, Dan. Yeah, yeah and then I'm just like, "What do you want to or not?" <laughs> so I, I do want to clarify that me and this girl that this song's about. I mean, we're nothing. We don't even talk. Yeah. Or whatever. You hear that? Speak Skonka? your truth. Speak You're your nothing. Truth. You'll never be nothing. <laughs> You're only a thought process of a song. Huh? Nah, she, she probably Skonka? has a boyfriend and every and everything. But like, I'm just saying, like, it was more of an but idea. You could have had a better boyfriend, I thought. Okay. So since you're saying it's going to be on the album, do you know the name of that song so we can yeah. keep her ears open? That for song it? is called Anna. Okay, okay. Her name, her name, was, her name, her was, name was Banana. Banana. Her name is Hannah. Hannah. You ever met a girl that's Mexican named Hannah? No, I never have. Damn, but, but how like, close is his name? I, like, I, I just want you guys to guess whatever. You know what I mean? If yeah, you know yeah, yeah. a tia named Ana, whatever. Comment, 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 comment. What you guys think the name is? Because if it's Ana, 
There's what, plenty of What if it's like Fidencia or something? Wait, like my, my aunt's name is Ana. Just fucking follow him like aunt? Yeah, it's possible. I don't know. Man. Uncle? But, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't want to make it too direct because I want it to be um, as versatile as possible with the name. Like, if you can put it to many names, then great. Damn, hey, shout out to all the Anas out there, dude. Like, yeah. they're going to be like, Damn. Or any girl that has a name that ends with Anna that maybe thought I liked them or something. My, be like, is banana? Anna about me? I mean, there was an Anna back home nah, in the same hey. high school as yeah, us. I remember I told you this originated in Mexico. Okay, guys. He's clarifying, all right? Anna's motherfuckers, listen. Wait, so nah. my cousin is named Joanna and she lives in Mexico. <gasps> Damn, he just exposed you. Who's your cousin? Who's your cousin? Wait, are you my cousin right now? I might be. I don't know. Hey, I didn't even. Damn, fucking Dan, Dan is smart, bro. Guy's mild, bro. Guy's mild. Real quick, when is the release date for this album? Ooh, I want to release it after two singles. So okay. I'm going to drop two singles. Yeah. I have Emi Copa. That I hope to come out soon. Ooh, are we gonna I, get a snippet of that today? Yeah, yeah. we might. And Ooh, then I okay, have an okay. other um, release with uh, my good friend Janine. That song is gonna be crazy. Really? So like, I like want to like bring a whole new like vibe, fucking vibe, vibe to musica mexicana. Yeah. Because in English, I feel like everybody talks about fucking right. Everybody's mm-hmm. like so explicit oh, and stuff. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah. And then in the Mexican genre, yeah. especially like more traditional, nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. Or I don't know if they don't want to, but they're not as explicit. Are so you I'm about like, to open up the floodgates? Dude, uh, I am. Because yeah. I already did. I already I fucking opened them. Like, in my, in my album, I have a couple songs that are very explicit. Yeah? And one of these singles is going to be very explicit. And I'm super excited because it's either going to be a big hit or it's going to be a big mess. Or it's going to be like, ay, que cochino. Yeah. I think it's because like most um, like music kind of genre, they're already talking about fucking and like being mm-hmm. all the like, open and shit. He's gonna like open the gates. You know yeah, what Dan's at a loss for a word. Right? And we I've need heard you a little like closer. A couple. We need you a little closer like, to the mic, bud. Huh? We need you a little closer to the mic. Okay. There's been a couple strings out there. Cu- that a couple like, more drinks, and Dan's gonna be gone, and we're gonna have Danielle in the building. <laughs> no, nah, to set it straight, you're gonna be the one who's gonna be changing Mexican music. I want to be. I, I, setting I in be words like, right now. Setting it in stone. I want to be the weekend yeah, yeah. of Mexican music. I want to be the Drake Jesus. of Mexican mm. music. Mm. I want to be the Kendrick Lamar of Mexican music. Mm. Like, There's already mm. a certain genre of Mexican music, right? And it's also fucking super like sexual and shit. And month is gonna like open reggaeton. Yeah, like, I mean yeah, reggaeton. Like, they yes, be talking about, like, dude, they do it really well in reggaeton. Yeah. No, but reggaeton like, super fucking sexual and shit, right? And no, he's no, gonna no. Open the gate to, like, but reggaeton ain't really Mexican. It's more like Puerto Rican, Dominican Republic. And like they're super sexual, but he's gonna open. So give me, give me a bar. Give me a bar where you could be like, uh, oh my gosh, no, I, I don't even want to say anything. No, 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 no we can't no, put no, him on the spot. I don't want to no, say no, anything no, no. because like it, it's it's very vulgar, yeah, and and it's very explicit, and I love that about the song because, like I said, I've heard a couple songs where people say things, yeah, but this shit is like fucking. What's deep. that? What's that song where he's like, "Te quiero dar en el mero corazón," like, but it's like he's about to say the nasty yeah. word. Nah, I'm yeah. saying it. What, oh, definitely shit. Saying it. what do you call that? I'm not sure if like songs that are about to say something, but they change it last minute. Like, you know what I mean? Like for uh, this, 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 Como, give it? this type of music. I'm yeah, not well, sure. no, we're not trying to plug people up right now. Pero si sabes la canción que te dice, te voy a entregar todo mi corazón. Like, you know what I mean? That's in grande. This type of music. I don't think there is. I don't think there is a type. Yes, maybe the song "Arrodíate." Have you heard that? Los Plebes del Rancho sang it with Ariel uh, Camacho. Oh, okay. Where he's like, Arrodíate. 
Quiero darme el gusto de verte humillada y taparte la boca. Damn. There isn't, like, he, there like, isn't a time he for this kind of music. This. Yeah. He hey, camouflages well, the idea. This goes back to us seeing Becky. Was it Becky G that we that saw? That dumb bitch. Yeah, Becky so G. So we saw Becky G recently, oh, right? Oh, I mean, she's cute, bro. She was cute. That, that was skunk on the side that was hating on her. Screw her, bro. The thing is that uh, a mí me gustan, a mí me gustan mayores. She was like, me gustan que no me quepan la boca. And I don't know what other, other thing she says. It took one of our friends to tell her, like, you know what she's talking about, right? And then, huh? That, right? And then we're like, nah, she's not talking about, you know. And she was. She was like, I like them older. I like them bigger. That way they don't fit in my mouth. I'm like, oh, you're a cochina. But it's the way she <laughs> said oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It didn't sound no, like, what, it's word like play, right? Yeah, That's yeah, what it is, wordplay. Word so yeah. you're going straight to the fucking bar. Mark's like, going to no. fucking break the wordplay and like, you're going straight into it. Yeah, like, I do have a song that's called uh, Sin Palabras, mm-hmm. which is, like, talking Ooh, about, like, that you know how to, scary. like, Damn. You know how to show me you want me without saying it. You know what I mean? Mm. And that song, oh, yeah, I like that, I wrote that, that song me fresh of like, the shower. That reminds me of, you don't have to say too much by the look your eyes. <laughs> you, wanna... you guys don't know this song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that yeah, song. Yeah, you, know. you know that song, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You got class. I know that song. That's idiotas. No, I don't know. I hear you just suck <laughs> at singing. That's why. Yes. I'm going to fucking cry to this album then. Dude, nah, I'm I'm really excited for this album because is it is it the next uh, skonka uh, anthem like where you could pick up a skonka and put that music on? This is gonna be like fucking music, is what it's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I'm like gonna, I'm saying. This is the kind of album album that I'm gonna ask the day off and just <laughs> listen, listen to, to it, it for 35 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you're gonna put your I'm phone gonna, on Do Not Disturb. I'm even in my Close room, the door. laying down on my bed. Get some Jergens, Jergens. Lock my fucking room. I'm gonna lock my door and just listen to it. One of my favorite <laughs> bars I'm looking right now. So um, just a little bit of it. Aquí la intimidad no se esconde. Con estas ganas te lo demostraré. Like. I'm scared. Like just that little one. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's a top tier bar right there. I think I've had it better, is, but like is. in that song, it's just like, just a, that's a way to mash it up. Yeah. yeah, yeah like yeah. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be hiding like these feelings or like these ideas. Like I'm going to give it to you guys straightforward. You're all in. You're all yeah. in. Well, why not? Like, why yeah. camouflage yeah. it too much? Like, I, I want to be direct. I love it. I love it. Like, we're out here to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 love okay. it, bro. So, you're not, probably not going to be able to go home for like a few weeks after this album drops. Why? You're going to be scared to see your mom. <laughs> nah. Nah, I'm not. Your mom's going to be, mijo, que es esto? My, my parent, my dad is actually my editor. So, like, yeah. when I write my music, really? like, he's the one that, like, says, Damn. I don't like this. You should change this. Or maybe you should say this. Or you said this Shout wrong. Shout out to dad. That's yeah, no, crazy, My dad bro. helps me out a lot. He pushed him to the cliff. My dad is like one of my biggest supporters. Shout That's out to my dad, up. dude. He's no, a champ. Shout out, Shout out to fucking family, bro. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, your, your dad had that that uh, that clothing place in Ulysses, yeah. right? You press oh, fashions back in the day. To be, to be like, to be, whenever you showed up all, all all fitted, and he was like, nah, come on, guys, come on, guys. And then you drop bars, and they're like, Damn, that's what's up. And now he's no. your editor? Dude, no, yeah, yeah, my dad's yeah. a What was it in English? Perez Fashions, right? Yeah, that's what he yeah. just said. Yeah, that's what he just said. <laughs> oh, I was, to, I was trying to remember what it was. Yeah, yeah, that, that shit was hard. I remember, I remember me and Mott one day, oh, we were yeah. kicking it because I don't know what the fuck happened, but I was hanging out with you after school oh, one day. Dude, nah, yeah, my dad. I, I, I owe a lot of credit to my dad. I'm going to pay him back. Whenever Jeez. I can, that's, that's a good fucking dad, bro. Yeah, that is a good. Dad. And the then, support like, it's is awkward insane. sometimes because like I be writing some crazy shit, and I'm like, Dad, like before I tell you this song, I really want you to, 
to be open minded because don't show, show, don't yeah. show mom. Yeah, no, he and he's not you too want conservative. Him. Conservative. Yeah. yeah, you want him to be in your shoes. Yeah, and like I'm like, okay, this is why I'm writing this song because of this experience. So I'll tell him like, this is what happened. This is why I'm writing it. Like, try to put him in my shoes that way he understands. But do you think you have to tell him that because he's already I don't mind. in that space? I don't mind telling him. Yeah. I don't mind. Me and my dad. No, no, are no. Cool what like I'm that. saying, what I'm saying is that you, like, let's say you weren't telling him this. Mm-hmm. I feel like he would still understand because he's already in that music space. Yeah. yeah, well, like, it depends. Like, sometimes, like, I'll, like, write a song and I'll send it to him. And I'll be like, hey, check this song out. And he'll be like, who's this song about? Or why'd you write this song? Or, or sometimes he won't question it at all. Yeah. Like, I have a song that's very, very direct that it's not going to be released on this album. Super but vulgar? It'll be released later. It's not vulgar, but it's very, like... Everything in it is 100% true. Mm. And like the person who it's about, if they know, they, they'll they know. That's crazy. It's called, it's called the eighth floor. Ooh. And, oh. And it's like, yeah. dude, what? Hey, what, what happened on them stairs in the eighth floor? I'm just taking a wild guess. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm in love with that song. Like, yeah? dude, I sing that song every day to myself. That's a like, shitload of you, floors. We, so <laughs> what we, hotel did we stay at? Do you think we could real? hear that off, oh. off air? Oh, we're going to listen to all these songs. Is it a local um, no, bro, no, how many fucking? No. How I think Ulysses hotels, hotels only have like have four. Not that I know. I no, yeah, yeah, I can't true. say that I really mess. Like I never dated anybody from Ulysses. That's good. That's good. Um, nothing serious, serious wise, especially like, out of high school or anything. Yeah, so. hear that? Nobody was special enough to get that D. That yeah. D from D. <laughs> nah, I did talk to one person in high school. I'm not gonna give out any names, but after that, I think I was just like, yeah. you weren't enough. You weren't enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they weren't. They didn't bro, deserve you. I, I think it was me. Bro, I was eight, immature. Eight floors? That's, that's a lot of Where do we stay about. at? Bro? What like the Hyatt or something? Yeah, you stay at like the fucking hey. double tree or some shit. Omar, <laughs> Omar, where'd you stay at in Colorado? What floor? It's fucked. Like the 24th? And I 25th, hope, and there was 26th floor. 28th. There was 28th. Uh, whoever whatever. goes to eighth we floor when two. they hear this song, they're like, they play this song. They're going to look at the window. Like, like, damn, this was Monday, right? Here. They're going to be like, damn, what my life could have been. Hey, yeah. imagine, imagine you want to go on an anniversary day, something cute, and then you go to the hotel and then you're like, hey, let me get the eighth floor. Yep. Because this is the song. You know what I mean? This is the most. And then while they're there, they're going to play 1942. Yeah. Yep. On and the way up, they're going to start fucking. They're going to play my other explicit yeah. songs. Yeah. And then from there, it's going to be the lovey dovey. Like after you like pumping up, you're just like, you want to show them love. You know what I mean? What if the guy's like, wait, who, what the fuck? And the girl's like, yeah, this was me. Real quick. Oh, on shit. The do you think these songs would come back and bite you in the ass? Nah. No. Or do you think they'd understand? Yeah. They'd have to I, understand the music process. That's, like, that's the, the hard thing part. is, like, like I've been single, right? And like a lot of these songs that I'm really that I've been writing recently, that's not part of my album, are very personal. Like experiences wise, like they're all 100 percent real for the most part. They're, um, all, a little they're bit, all you. A little bit. After he said that, just let it be, let it be known that it's not about a certain somebody. Um, maybe their feelings are at the same it's time. It's about like a I certain said. somebody's. Yeah, like I said, <laughs> sometimes I get caught up in my own yeah. thoughts and stuff. So they're real to me. Doesn't mean they were like actually like a hundred percent real as far as I like, feel that real so. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what I that's what I like about you because I know for a while we weren't talking as much, and then we hopped on Xbox one day, and you were on the in the in the party, and me and you were talking, and you told me. When I like to, when I talk to someone, I like to really talk to someone, you know, like good conversation, not just, Hey, how you doing? Shit like that. Right. Mm -hmm. So that changed my whole perspective on you because you started telling me how your music process was. Cause I asked you about Mm -hmm. that and you said you like to storytell, 
and you don't like to like make up shit. You know what I mean? Mm. So a lot of the music, right? I mean, I'm assuming a lot of the music is thoughts that you've had and that you're not making up, but that you felt. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. and, And sometimes, like I said, there might be a song where most of it's true as far as like, um, physically wise But it has some fillers in yeah, it Yeah but it has like Emotional Emotions that Only maybe I felt Or mm-hmm. maybe I thought Maybe she felt Or you know what I mean Yeah yeah Maybe it was just The whole idea That I had in my head That's that a was different real. way Of looking at shit dog For real and, it, and it's crazy because Whenever you start Thinking about things In three ways it, yeah. It's a whole nother ball game I've been doing that At the house sometimes Like Voy a salir a la calle And I'm gonna go home home And my wife's not gonna Lay out at me and then a sauce, I get home and she yells at me. So I feel you. I feel you. I'm 100% behind that. Yeah. Right, babe? It's hard because you get lost in things. But but she yells at me because she loves me. So you got to understand that. Yeah. los putazos es otra cosa. That, like, that song, Ana, like I was telling you guys about, um, I didn't know how to write that song, but I just knew I needed to get it out. Yeah. And it was bugging me for three days straight. You couldn't get the words out, but they were in your head. Yeah. Like, I, I had all these thoughts in my head, and I was like, dude, like, I, I know what I know what I want to say. I just don't know how to say it. And like I had all these feelings built up in my head, and I just didn't I just didn't know how to release them. Can so you, for three days straight, I stayed up. I stayed up late just thinking. Yeah, damn. And can, then can you walk us through the process of how that works? Like where you're like, I want to say this, this, and this. You just put a bunch of words down on a piece of paper, and then be like, all right, how do I fit it in what sentence? Um, for this song, me and Javi, because I was staying in Borger at the time. Me and Javi actually wrote a list down in my notes, and we were, like, brainstorming for mm-hmm. days. He would, like, ask me, like, how do you feel about this or this or this? And I would tell him. But at the same time, I was like, dude, I, I really don't know how to process these feelings because at the same time, they're kind of just all in my head. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah. like, I didn't know what to say exactly because I didn't want to lie. And, like, I remember telling him, I was like, I want to be 100% honest in this song. Well, there's a thin line that you have to yeah. get across, right? Yeah. And then so... For two days or three days, I remember, like, I would stay up and I would, like, play guitar and I couldn't come up with anything. I would anything. come up with good, like, chords and stuff. I was like, dude, this is a vibe. This is a vibe. And then whenever it came down to writing the music, mm-hmm. nothing came out. So let me ask you this. You you write your own songs. Mm-hmm. You play your own instrument. And you sing your own songs. Other people don't do all that, right? There's people that just sing them. Yeah. And they're like, hey. That's what I did for ninth. Uh, I'm sorry for Quédate conmigo. Mm-hmm. I that made, was a banger. I made Quédate conmigo first, and it sounded awful. Mm-hmm. And then I hit up uh, a couple guys from KC that I played with for a while, and they made the song a lot better. Yeah. Shout out to them though. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I don't play with them anymore. They honestly just they they recently left me. But um, I'm not gonna say that I'm not grateful from the experiences or the things that I learned while playing with them, because I learned a shit ton. Yeah, well, no disrespect. Like, yeah. they, they helped you a lot, right? No, they they did. And I'll give them all the credit. They they played um, Everybody has 1942. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't for them, 1942 would it have been the song that it was. Shout out those guys. Damn, but okay. también, I don't, I don't want to discredit it. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I think, like, dang, they helped me out a lot. But at the same time, it's like, it would have never been a song if I would have never wrote it, too, you know? Yeah. So... There's always going to be good musicians out there, thankfully. You know what I mean? You always need it. Sometimes I feel like you always need extra influences. You know what I mean? Just yeah. to give you that little idea here or that yeah. bar over here. Look at that. Yeah. And if it wasn't for them, I feel like it wouldn't have molded me into the music- musician I am today. So, like, this album, the first album I ever made, I recorded, like, 90% of it by myself. Mm. Because really, I'm not sure if they 
they didn't have the time or they didn't really want to make the time. I don't know. Creative process. Yeah. También, no. I don't know what was going on there, but they were just weren't available for me. Right. It, and it, it didn't seem like it was availability until I actually got hit up and got signed by Marika. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, okay, now we're down. So nah. I was like, all right, we played and we made some good <clears throat> songs together and I'm grateful we had some good experiences, but recently they left me, but I already had most of my album done. Yeah. That I recorded by myself again already. Like, I didn't know how to play bass. I didn't know how to play requinto. Okay, okay. So I had to learn all these stuff going through. Um, but playing with them, I got to learn a lot more things. So this second album is going to be way, way, way better than the oh first one. Oh, my God. I'm going to die. What is this? I look, he asked my wife to bring us another That's round it. of shots. Apparently, you so, just oh use guys. Oh, my God, bro. We, we, okay, we keep... We what keep hammering fuck? Monte with questions. How about we take a fucking break from him? Because he's probably stupid tired of just answering stupid break, you know, questions. These aren't stupid us. questions. Yeah. These are influential no, these questions. Are, these are good questions that need no, to be No, no, you got to listen. The thing gotta, is these, that there's other, there's, other, there's other dudes like Diamante that are out there, and they, they need to know these answers, dog. They need to know, like, hey, I'm from a small these town, are, too, because we're, we're not the only small town. No, yeah, these are these are very good questions, but, like, how about we take a break from asking him? No, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. I we're, get what you mean. We're just hammering him with questions. How about we... It's because yeah. the people have questions. Working. The yeah. people want to know how he works. Yeah, Nobody I, wants I, to know what it's like. We're going to fucking gender. Get those coin. No, 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 no. Bitch, shut up. Hold on. <laughs> no, Hold on, no. motherfuckers. I, I have one million questions towards him. I want to hear well, a question. Yeah, yeah. I want Because I don't I have, mind the question. You, you have it. All right. Ask Bro, one more question. I, I be locked up in my house, like, talking to nobody most yeah. of the time. Like This is this is good for him. Look, look. We'll ask one more question, and it's from you. No, I just had it, like... What I was saying was, like, we have, like, 10 million questions towards him. Yeah, yeah. You know, this podcast. But let's get one from you. You haven't asked a question in a while, yeah. This is a special guest podcast. Because I love listening. Because he's such a unique individual. You said you have 10 million questions. Give us one toward (laughs) DeMont. Ask him one question, bro. What's your inspiration? Like, what what inspired you to to make these songs? Mm, That's a good one. I've asked him that one before. Like, when, when did you realize you want to, like, just start this? All right, so let's. There's gonna be like a couple things. For one, Luis Cortez he showed me a song by Jos Favela. I don't know if you guys know Jos Favela. Mm. It was a it was a song called um, "Por qué no te enamoras," mm. and like I remember listening to his wordplay and thinking, "Why the heck didn't I write that song? Like that like, song was like, so good. Uh, why why couldn't I do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah." And then so that inspired me to write. But what inspires me to this day to push and I keep going is like. Definitely my mom. My mom is like my biggest inspiration. Like mm. that's what's up. I I want to give that woman like like the the Everything. fantasy of a life. Like like something that you could never live twice. Like it's coming, mom. It's coming. Yeah. Like I work hard for that woman. And, and I mean, I'm sure you want to buy her a house, right? Oh yeah. Right that's now. Everybody, that's everybody's yeah. Well, well, that's on. That's in the works right now. But like my mm-hmm. dad, también. Like for sure, my parents. Like yeah. those are the two individuals that that inspire me every day. Like when you lived going. on Durham Street and I'd go visit your house and shit, and we just hang out. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. But I think I think the fact that so like whenever I was in high school or middle school, my dad uh, went to Mexico for a little bit, okay. and then whenever we came back, that house was sold, and it was oh, very sweet. humbling because I had to move to a little trailer. You know, live with my dad, and then everything changed for me. It was so much different, a way different environment than I grew up living in. That's when we went to that football game. Yeah, and bro, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to dog, but, like, it was very humbling for me because I didn't grow up that way for the most part. Yeah. And so, like, I'm glad I had to experience all those things because it made me, I don't know, I think it really. 
yeah, it humbled me. And it, it made me realize, like, you can be up at one point in your life. And on God, on God, if you've never felt hunger, like, real no, fucking hunger, like, where you're like, fuck, me down, like, yeah, that's how never, you, that's like, damn, you know, I need to either work harder or look at stuff a little bit different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, of people, a lot of people don't feel hunger, dog. Because that's what I was telling Ma, right? When yeah, we yeah. went to go eat, we I was telling Ma, this. I was like, bro, we're not going to say any names and or the situation, but when there's people that feel like they want to leave you because they don't see the same hunger as you do, mm-hmm. it's because they were better off growing up. Yeah, yeah. They were they were given things. They were in a different situation. They were always off better. They were always off, better off, right? Or maybe they at had the moment, something else to moment. fall back on. You know, at the, yeah, yeah. at the moment they were better off. Yeah, yeah. So seeing like my biggest inspiration is seeing like my family, right? Yeah. Seeing my parents come yeah. and build up, buy the house, do whatever they got to do to get us. They built up the house bigger to get to house us, right? Then we got the brothers moving out. We got Jesse coming out doing his, you know, business out here. Yes, yeah, sir. Coming down for the summer to visit this. I get, I see Mike working his ass off. He had a job. I was telling him he had a job where he couldn't get days off. He was working for some dudes that never took days off. Yes, sir. So he couldn't see us. He couldn't see the family. He couldn't travel. That pushed him to do his own thing. And look where he's at now. It's also crazy like how close-minded you are when you're young. Because like when you're young, you're yeah, like, yeah. damn, my, my brother didn't come to do this, to do that. When, you, when you're young, you're like, damn, my brother didn't even come to my birthday party. But Yeah, and you feel left out. Yeah, but... But he's fucking grinding to do yeah. way more, to do way better, to do more, to do... This. No, but even then, know. it's that and then them not being able to because they're working under somebody that doesn't let them. Yeah, but in your mind, you're like, damn, they they didn't do this. Oh, no, yeah, you're they right. They didn't right. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so but, it came but, to that point, though, too. Like, at my old job, like, I went to school for electronics, and I worked there at that at that company for three years, and then it came to the point I didn't have any more vacation time. Mm. So it's like, I was like... Working for for Yaya whenever I could, and then working for Viavi, and then I I literally ran down to zero vacation time, and it was just like I got to go. Sometimes that's good though. I was like, I got I got to go play this weekend. I have to take this day off, and I don't have any time. Yeah, and and it came down to that. It's still not vacation time because you're still working. Yeah, and it came down to that, and it's like, okay, so what do I do? Do I stop playing music or do I quit my day job? Just stick to the nine to five. Yeah, and I was like, fuck it. Like, if if any time to time, cheers to that shit. Cheers, cheers to being like, you know what? Another shot of nineteen forty-two. He took the dive. Cheers to taking a fucking dive, taking a step. He took the fucking. Honestly, on God, because that's all it has to do, bro. You just have to take that fucking step. I'm gonna take this in sections because oh my, God. I can't fucking do this. This is I was crying for, the last for, shot for anybody bro. to be like, oh yeah, 1942 is the best. I never said that shit. No, 1942 gets you fucked up. I said for anybody that thinks 1942 is the best, bro. I mean, there's other tequila kind of similar. Yeah, but anyways, uh, that's really really awesome that you said that that you were working so hard and then finally your decision was go with music. Because in the way I see shit now is work your ass off until Mondays can be your fucking Friday. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, I mean, you know, thankfully my parents are very supportive. Like, I remember when I came, like, I was kind of nervous whenever I told my dad, like, hey, like, I don't have any more time left. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I plan to do. And And he was like, go for it. Like, screw it. Like, and I was kind of nervous because he's one of those more traditional Mexicans, like, like, you got to work. What do you mean you're not going to work? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean you're going to do this? Like, what if it doesn't work? But he's always been like, go for it. Like, I believe in you. So That's what's up. my mom was the same way. And so I left Wichita and I moved back to Arc City and I'm living back at home. 
And you said um, Ar- Archer City, Ark City, Ark City, or yeah. is that in Kansas? It's by, yeah, it's on the border of Oklahoma. Oh, okay. okay. And um, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think people like get the the idea that just because I left my job, like mm-hmm. you're not I'm living it. it, like I'm living that lifestyle, yeah. like it's great, like I have all this money and stuff. And um, don't get me wrong, at times it, it can seem like that, but the majority of the time it's a hustle. Like yeah. you're hustling well, like crazy. You yeah, like the work. perfect example is this guy. Yeah, there's times where he was working his ass off one week and the next week is dead. Yeah, and he's like, damn, I got to figure out how to make this income. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I'm on my own. I have to provide for me plus i got a family now yeah it's like that and luckily i mean i don't have a family you know so i gotta worry about myself but that you don't know of <laughs> no no i definitely don't shut up yolanda but no I, <laughs> shout out to no everybody who takes the risk because it's hard out here for real for real yeah it really is and the people that have done it if you've failed once like if like if you stumble and you're like oh, i can't do it shit try that shit again yeah try that shit again because a winner is a loser that just tried one more time. Honestly. Practicing. Yeah, you just yeah. fuck yeah, it's practicing. And then you fall back and you're like, okay, this is where this is how this is how far I could fall. Mm-hmm. Now if you're just a complete dweeb, yes is mucho lo que no. But a loser or a winner is just a loser that tried one more time. That's all you have to do. And then next you know you could be off on Monday, Tuesday, and it'll turn into like three weeks off. Shout out to me. That's what I do. Be something. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I was saying. And if that's you could do it, you do it, bro. Like, if you want to, honestly. Yeah. But it's all in the mentality. Yeah. Because there's homies from back home that they love having a job. They love working yeah. under someone. Yeah. And they're like, oh, I'm going to go to this job. It's going to be better pay and I'm going to be better off in so and so time. And it's like, dude, I can't fuck with that. Yeah. I like, hate working under someone. I want to be on my own time, yeah. being able to do what I want. And that's why I started this whole fucking podcast shit. They're like, yes, I love having one more job. It gives me more hours per week. Yeah. I do so, so much So you're more. fucking slaving 70, 80 hours a week, and you're coming home late as shit. You have no time during the week to do what you want. That's what I cannot stand is, like, people are like, yes, I love slaving away 90 hours one week. And they're like, yeah. They're like, oh, you have one one day off? That fucking sucks. Yeah, and, like, no disrespect, you know what I mean? Yeah. They got no, their own thing going. No, they're, full they're, disrespect. No, <laughs> I think it no, comes out of preference, bro. There's, Mike, there's Mike pe- give me another beer, please. There's people that are like, yeah, bro, oh, you owe me work and month 80 days a week? Like, damn, that fucking... Dude, shut the fuck up. I'd rather have two days off a week, and I'd rather do fucking nothing yeah. two days a week. It, it comes down to preference. And también, you have to be a fucking hustler. Like like I said, like... You gotta have that in mindset. Yeah, because one day you might be up, the next you might be fucking down. Like, you gotta be... You gotta be, be prepared for the worst. Honestly, yeah. And you gotta be fucking... Like, you have to instill in your head that you're probably not... It's probably not gonna work out how you how you think it is. Most likely, it's not. Yeah, it's... That's one thing, too, is people want to perfect their path so much that they'll never do it. Instead of people who just go along with the flow, yeah. take the ups and downs, and then they come out better than they were. Yeah, th- that's why there's so much hate for the people that don't that don't do like the nine to five. Yeah, fucking five days a week kind of thing. There's a lot of hate be- on those kind of people. Yeah, like Mike, I, like he, we'd show his his TikTok comments. Mike, give me one too. And people would talk shit. It's like, oh, you're not working. You're living this lavish lifestyle and shit. It's like, bro, twelve hours ago, I was on my fucking knees for hours doing busting my ass to make sure. Exactly. I have enough to provide for the family. So that same exact kind of mindset. A lot of people will be like, oh, you don't work fucking five days a week, 12 hours a day. You know, they're like, oh, where's your retirement, though? And then Mike's like, dude. I'm going to Vegas on the I'm weekday. I'm going to fucking Vegas. I don't know the fuck you're hating. Sorry, Dan. 
Like is there another? Is there more? There's there's like a whole lot of hate for like people with that kind it's of okay. mindset. That's like, like no, nah, no, you can take Not it, bro. We ran out of beer, but Mike can take this last people one. People will be like, oh, you, uh, where's you? You know, you're not doing your fucking. Nine let, to let, five. Me, let me say something about. Let me say something about what you said earlier. Like, oh, bitch, and you're like, I work eighty. I work eighty hours a week. Like, you're a bitch for only working forty, a right? A lot of people hit on you for that. Okay, shit. for anybody that works eighty hours a week. Cause I've been there, I've done that, I've done all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. I've slept overnight at my shop. I'll fucking, I remember working at Gas Monkey one day, and I worked until probably three, four o'clock in the morning, and then the boss got there at five thirty, six in the morning, and then I had to wake up, so I slept for two hours, ran that shit again for another twelve hours, and I slept there again. So yeah, well they had showers there, so I showered one time out of the both nights. They had showers at Gas Monkey. Yeah, we had showers, bro. God damn. So. Nobody at Gas Monkey knew this, but like I would wait for everybody to leave. Like I would work, and I would wait for everybody to leave. They're like, "Hey, you can lock it up." And I'm like, "Cool, I'll just lock the doors and I'll go sleep on the couch." It wasn't so. Whenever I noticed, damn, I worked eighty hours in a week, but I didn't have eighty hours money. Mm-hmm. Mm. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people shoot themselves so short whenever they're like, "Damn, I make thirty six dollars an hour. I make fifty two dollars an hour. I make twenty four dollars an hour. That's dope. That's dope, bro. Make a hundred. Make two hundred dollars yes, now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And only work for fucking two days, one day. Everybody is so stuck on having to work for five days and being off for two, but you're really only off for one. Because one of those two days, you got to do shit right that you couldn't do while you were working. The other day, you're gonna go fuck off and you're gonna try to have a good time. Yeah. So you never rest. Get out of that mentality and work for two and be off for five. Like, yep. Yeah, like it's work, not that hard. Where you work have to now, find like, something. Yeah. Yeah. Work now, uh, my my for example. I'm gonna call it where I work now. Call him out, man. Call, call him out, Dan. Hey, Dan, put your mic to your mouth real quick, bro, right. so we can hear you. Sorry. So, like, uh, where I work now, you, know, deep. you can work the hours you want, day per day, but they still want you to work forty per week. That's fine. Right? Yeah. And like, it'll be like Friday, right? And and it'll hit like uh, you know ten ten o'clock, about ten a. in the morning, right? Yeah, no. ten a.m. And then guys will be like, "Yeah, I already hit my forty. I'm gonna go home." And I'm like, damn, bro, you slaved away every single fucking day of the week, and you can go home one hour before I did. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, I already hit my 40. And it's like fucking 9 in the morning. I'm like, damn, bro, you, you you already hit your 40 two hours before I did. I have to stay here two more hours, and I and then I can go home. Yeah, yeah. And we can get paid the same. So are they doing a lot of OT or what? Yeah, they'll, they'll flex it, though. They'll be like, yeah. Uh, oh, they think they're cool. Yeah, it'll be like 12 o'clock. They're like, yeah, I hit my 40 at like, uh, you know, they'll be like, I hit my 40 two hours ago. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, bro. I, I thought, the, I that, thought one of the. I'll be like, that's fucking sick, bro. But um, I'm going to stick here around for about an hour and I'm going to hit the fucking same thing. Yeah, yeah. I thought one of the biggest flexes I heard from somebody that works a, like flag hour because Jesse used to do this shit. He used to, uh, well, he still does. Yeah. This guy was quitting his job at Lexus because oh, he, yeah. he built transmissions, and he was going to be a Snap-on guy. Mm. So that's when I found out Snap-on guys really make money. The guy said that he's like, "Man, I, I'll go to, I'll, I'll build like two or three, trans- rebuild two or three transmissions," and he does it like that. And I think like the flag hour is like fucking eight or ten hours or something stupid, right? And he was so good at it, he would do it in like two hours, three. No, well, Dan's like that same right now. Yeah. That's why, like, if I was to be in the same space as Dan. I would be having less money than him That's a, because I, Dan I have, Dan has a job where he has to do like a like a like a rebuild or something, right? Yeah. They 
they bill the customer eight hours, but Dan gets it done in three. Yeah, that's smart. That's smart, that's smart as fuck, yeah. And that just comes down to really working your ass off. Because yeah. there's people that are like, oh, I got eight hours? All right, I'm going to take a fucking break. I'm yeah, going to take like, a longer lunch. I'll have guys that are be like, hey, oh, uh, yeah. I've been in my 40, and it's like 12 o'clock. And I'm like, bro, I'm like, cool, bro. I have until 8 p.m. And I can still fucking sit here and do nothing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to get paid the same. Oh, yeah, yeah. You have your mic away from you, brother. Sorry, like, uh, I'll be like, uh, I'll be there until like fucking like 6 p.m. Like, yeah, man, we made the same flag hours. But you got your shit done. Yeah, I got my Uh, shit done. That's what I was trying to understand earlier. And then Dan, too, like, he'll hit his 40. Dan will hit his 40 by like Wednesday evening. So two Thursday and Friday are all over time yeah, for him. And he's hit, like, "Fuck it, I'm just chilling." I'll hit yeah. my I'll hit my shit like the same time, and, and they're like, "Yeah, man." <laughs> Dan's at a loss for words again. <laughs> I get pissed. It's because he gets excited. Don't he gets get mad. Excited. No. Dan's super passionate about who he is. That's because I get pissed. Because they're like, "Yeah, man." You're passionate about who you are. I hit OT, and it'll be like Wednesday afternoon. Like, yeah, man. I hit OT. I'll stay there till like Friday. I'm like, yeah, man. You're still, you're still here? I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> dude, Dan has a dumb hustle, bro. In high school, in high school, he'd get out of school. We'd get out at, what, 3 p.m.? Mm-hmm. He'd go to CarQuest and work till 6 because that's when they close. Yeah. And then he'd go to McDonald's and work till closing. No. And Dan would do that for two years. No, four years really, probably. Dad? The whole time of yeah, high school. Because like, so, so the job I have now. That's like, fucking dope. So, I didn't, so the job I have mad now. respect right? for that. So the job I have now, right. Uh, uh, let's say you have like, let's say, what's the region? What's the recent job? I had, a jo- I had a job like that where I'd get out of college in, in Liberal. I'd get out of college at like four. And I'd go work at cartoons for two hours. And then I'd just go fuck off. I, was, I didn't even think of that as no, an dude, option. This motherfucker no. would go to another. He, we're like, we were all working let's, at McDonald's. Let's say, let's say, wait. So you'd pull what it back I, at six thirty. What 30. I do now? Let's say, let's say, uh, you own a car like an Altima, right? Yeah. And your entire fucking harness just burnt up, mm-hmm. and they gave me six hours to tear it down and replace it. Yeah. So I'd spend fucking two hours busting my ass. Yeah. I replace it, and I'll have four hours. Yeah. And it's Friday. You could night. go do another one of those. No, I would fucking just show. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying. He they gave him six, so he's getting paid six hours of work. I know, but he does that. it in two, and he's yes. like, "I'm a fuck off." I'm yeah, yeah. Sh- I'm but like just, in high school, I'm he's just taking show. them extra long shits. Because before, because like, <laughs> before, I'm gonna just watch you and chill. Well, yeah, and like when I'm getting paid to watch you, I'm your I'm your manager. <laughs> when they when there's thirty minutes left, I'm I'm gonna fucking turn it in. But uh, and the uh, managers gonna be like, "Damn, you turned it in thirty minutes early. You're fucking fast." Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> no, dude. What, fast as fuck. What blows my mind about this motherfucker here is before CarQuest, he was working at a Marinera. He would oh, go Seaboard. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. He worked over there by Lakin. Mm-hmm. What was it called? It wasn't Seaboard, was it? It was a cow farm. It was Weber. 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 He would pull up. He'd pull fucking baby cows out of the mom, right, for two hours, and then he'd go home and work at Pizza Hut. (laughs) And then he'd go home to sleep and go to school at fucking 7 a.m. Let's let's break this down. Let's break this down. All right. All right. So you would pull baby cows out of moms for how long? For two hours, you said? No, for like, what, 10, 8 hours, 10 hours? Well, that was on Saturdays. You'd work Saturdays and something, too. uh, So I would get into the calves, right? I'd pull in. He's doing this physically. Sorry for the listeners. You can't see this, but... You guys can see this on my TikTok. Um, I was super effective at this job, right? So I pull in the calves, pull in, grab the calf, pull it out, 
And then I would wrap it around my fucking waist, and then I'd fucking pull it out. No, no, no. You're, you're missing the chains it part. Like a wrestling no, movie. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd grab it in there. I'd grab the calf. I'd pull it out. I'd grab it out until I saw the calf, right? And then I'd grab the big-ass chain. Until, until you it. saw the umbilical cord. No. The leg. I'd see the fucking leg. Oh, shit. They're long. Yeah, i see the leg. Okay. I'd wrap it around that leg. I'd pull it around my leg. I pull her on this this leg. I'd grab the leg and I just fucking sit down. Yeah. And I pull out that leg. I just fucking grab another cow and do the same thing over and over. No, he's doing a shitty way of explaining it. No, right? no, no, but you were no, doing no, no, how no, no, many no. cows in a matter of minutes, or like was it like one cow? You'd do like three, four cows a day. No, I was doing. I was probably doing four or five cows a day. But, Easy. No, but what what it does Easy. is like all right. He's pulling. He's helping the calf. The, the cow have birth, was, right? There was no right, helping so, there. So No, so I'd pull him out. I'd grab him, right? And then I'd, I'd grab him by the tail. I'd wrap him around. I'd pick him up. And then I'd fucking brand him. Straight out of the womb? Yeah, yeah, straight out of the womb. And what? then they'd put a they fucking bottle to the mouth and then feed him milk right away. <laughs> so, then, so then I would grab hey, it. Surprise, welcome to the world. Here's some food. I would grab him by the, by the top of the fucking, uh, what is it called? Uh, by the top of the teeth? On top of the teeth, I'd grab a fucking like two ounce bottle of milk and I'd shove it down his throat and, and just feed it, him and feed it. And if it didn't drink it, I'd grab it and toss it to the dead. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. It's because, yeah. dude, That's the bad. maranetas are fucked up. If That's the cows aren't getting, oh my god, that, that was every day, every day. I do it for twenty four hours straight. Just so if, if they didn't like, if they didn't like the milk, it's game over for you. Yeah, they're fucking dead. <laughs> Yeah, because look, all right, he was helping the, the, the girl cows have birth, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If the cow wouldn't come out just by pulling, he would have to strap a chain around his waist and then connect the chain to the legs of the, the baby, and he'd have to shove it out. And this is, a, you know, cows yeah. come out pretty fucking big already yeah, when they're yeah, big. Yeah. So he forces them out. So that takes, you know, a good a lot of effort. So he's fucking sweating off of the first one. He pulls them out, checks it real quick. Brands it, grabs a bottle like they gave him, and just shove it down his throat. They Bro. drink the bottle, and then they just throw it to the fucking processing, Bro, and then I'm they six, help him grow up. I'm 16 years old doing this shit. <laughs> I'm fucking, I'm mutilating cows. I, dude, mom, I you know, some of this you know how many mom cows try to fucking fight me? I would fucking fight mom cows. I'd fuck, I'd literally fucking swing on them. All right, let's go on to something else. Something <laughs> no, else. dude, this was fucking brutal, be on her. <laughs> No, look, look. This comes down to a hustle, bro. Dan yeah. was working so hard for no fucking reason. This <laughs> was the worst fucking hustle for fucking $12 an hour, bro. No. You know, I have no fucking idea how fucking hard I struggled. No, no, no. But the thing is that like Omar was saying, you would work this hard, and now you're at where you're at because you're smart as fuck, right? But you, would, you had multiple jobs. You do multiple oh, things. Oh, I fucking... He's during asking. high school. He yeah, was, during He high was school. top of the class. He was getting fucking A's. Yeah. He was up there, and getting he was paid, still working yeah. two fucking Guys jobs. Guys were like, damn, you worked the fucking dairy, and every day weekend, I was like... And it, and then they'd be like, why? And you're like, because I wanted to. Yeah. He, no, because that's, that's just grind. That's just grind within you. Yeah, that's Dan right. was getting his own cars. He yeah. got an SRT4 in, like, middle I school. Had, oh, I remember school. that. I remember that. For being... for. for for being in high school, I had yeah. hella wealth. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, that's, and, and, and that's and that's honestly why later on we're gonna see like Dan is obviously doing good right now. Later on, we're gonna be seeing him do much better 
But it's because if you have the hustle in you, it's because you have it in you. Yeah, yeah that's uh, he was. Hey, check it out. He did the full spectrum. He was taking out baby cows and he was flipping them bitches at McDonald's. <laughs> for real? Like, yeah, yeah, like that yeah. ass. I didn't even show you the fucking branding process. No, that's cool. That's cool. We ain't got to talk about that anymore. <laughs> oh, no, my dude, God. It, was, it was crazy, bro, because he'd, fucking... he'd show up to McDonald's late as fuck because he just got off his other job. Yeah. And he's like, what's up? Where am I closing at? And he's like, you're closing up front. He's like, all right. And he just fucking took orders, making drinks. He didn't give a fuck. For no reason. Dude, you didn't have I would, to do all that. A lot of I people like me, we, I, I, worked at a, I worked at the library. I would have show up smelling fucking burnt cow <laughs> because I would fucking grab the motherfuckers and brand them. Yeah. I believe that. I believe that. Um, it was fucking I, horrible. I used to work at a library. Think about, just think about it. I used to work at a library Bitch for boy four library, years. librarian, bro. I'd clock in at four. I'd get out, I think, by eight. The Grant County Library? Hours. Yeah. So you work with Nidia Gallegos? Yeah. Dude, sure, yeah. she's like my second mom, bro. She's Shout awesome, out bro. Nidia. Awesome. I love that one. She shows Nidia. all the love, Nidia bro. Was, she was one of the real ones, bro. She's one of the real ones. Huh? But uh, I, I worked at a library for four years. That's facts. I had to work on... Hey, when I worked on Saturdays and Sundays, puta madre, bro. It was a rush to, I remember one time I was leaving the club, and I'm like, bro, I got to go home. And they're like, why? Like, I got to work tomorrow. I'm like, so? Like, nah, bitch, I got to get, get there before this other bitch gets there. And then he's like, what does that mean? I was like, if you get there first, you go downstairs to where the little kids are at. Yeah. Where it's chill. Where it's chill, right? And the little kids are going to show up until like 3 to 4 p.m. Yeah. Right? So you could be all crudos in the morning, and you would just tell people like, oh, yeah, I was just putting up books. That's why you didn't see me. Cause we had we had books all on the front on the side. This guy had to be sleeping under like, the desk, yeah, and I was sleeping under the desk. <laughs> I got caught one time, and I don't know if it was me there or not. But I was like, hey, you know, it's it's chill. Like I ain't gonna say nothing. Just try not to do it again, right? So I had an arch enemy. She was a viejita where I worked there, and she was all about getting me fired. But I would be looking so fly on Saturdays and Sundays. Cause I literally just came from the club. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, "Damn, you dress up all the time on Saturdays and Sundays." Golly. <laughs> I just came out from the club. That's why. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Shout out to library. Nah, yeah, I, library. I could, I couldn't do that, bro. Working two jobs in high school. One time I left, I left Alice, and a fucking cop pulled me over immediately. I left Alice, and I was fucking Alice. Alice Our homeboy yeah. Ali. Oh, okay. I hunter Alan. Oh, yeah. yeah. his house, and uh, I guess some guys had just escaped from the prison. Some guy had just escaped, and they pulled me over, and they're like, he's not him. He's not him. So they just let me go. And you were fucking hammered. I was hammered. I texted everyone at the party. Dan's eyes were probably like this right now. Bloodshot. Crystal. I was like, I just got caught. I just got caught. And I texted all the people. I was like, don't go. Don't don't leave. Don't leave. And they were like, it's not him. And I just went home. And I was like, hell yeah. That's that's the one thing that amazes me about this motherfucker is that he don't believe in God, but God helps fully, him every fucking day, fully, bro. Fully all the time. Did did you ever get those guys' information, names and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different story though. We we can't talk about we can't that. Talk but about that, man. Dan has so many. So much we can talk about, Dan. Dan has many experiences <laughs> that just they just can't be on record. What do you want to talk about, Omar? <laughs> I don't know anything. Like you didn't have a different experiences two weeks ago. I know one time we we're we're on the road to 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 Colorado, right? And we pulled up in Emma. Emma? And we're at the Denny's and this fucking guy shows up. Me and Mike were just ordered food, right? This guy shows up, hey, you guys want to buy a dog? Oh 
He opens his trench coat and he has a fucking pit bull, a baby no. pit bull. He's like, yeah, I just got him like 300 bucks or whatever. He's like, you guys can have him. And he's just walking around in Denny's asking people if they want to buy this dog. That Everybody was, said no and he just left. That was a champ. Yeah. That's hustle right there. Yeah. That's I, our I, hustle I, we're I talking he was about. Ask, hey, can I, get a, can I get a dollar? But he's yeah. like, do you want to buy a dog? And I was like, uh, like that, he had a dog outside. It was he had cold. the papers and everything. Yeah. It was cold outside. And he no, was like, he went like was this. Illegal. He, he went like this, and there was a whole pup just like sleeping all <laughs> tiernito and shit. He's like, bro, what are you doing in a Denny's? Like, get the, it's five in the morning. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> it was five in the morning. <laughs> I ain't gonna buy a dog at five in the morning. <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> what else? What else did you take away from that trip? I don't know. You want to say something, man? Yeah. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, you implying something? What's going on? Right. He wants to say something. No, it sounds it, like. It, okay, check it out. So it was his first time to Denver. It was first time through the Colorado mountains. It was first time at Hot Springs. First time to Vegas. My van blew up, and then it was his first time on an air flight on the way home. So, like, out of all that, there's nothing that you would have been like, oh, shit, I had a fucking business. Ah, well, to me, I don't really like to oh, share. Oh, we went to church. Oh, yeah, we, we went to, to the we club church. church. To me. Is that cool? It was pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, if you're in Denver, bro, go. We're all gonna have, we're gonna have all that. Depends. Like, what what music do you lean towards more? Bro, well, I like reggaeton. When you go to a whenever club. I go to a club, I like reggaeton or so like, like a Saturday. I like anything Latin. Like bro. tonight, like, Saturday, Sunday is. What? I don't know, <laughs> but like I don't know. Don't I do like hip hop? Hip hop too. Yeah, no, I'll have one experience. I I kept a bunch of notes so I can remember, and I didn't tell Mike this, but we yeah, we were in Colorado on. and then we went up to the Mouses Casino, right? And I was like, bro, I'm hungry. And it's like midnight. And there's like a 24-hour place down the street. So we go to his other casino real quick. And he plays a couple games. I was like, hey, I'm going to go use the restroom. So I'm taking a fat shit, bro. And this guy comes in with his homeboy. And he's like, nah, bro, come on. It's like it's your first time. It's all right. I got you. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, no. He's like, all right, bro, I trust you. And it was like, there were like two random guys. Yeah. I guess they just met each other playing the slots. Yeah. And the guy's like. Is this at the first casino or the second one? The second one. Okay. So he's like, what is this? Yep. And he's like, what do you mean, bro? Just take it. It's all right. It was drugs. And I'm just taking a shit. And he's like, it's Zanny's. I'm like, what? They went, he's in, like, they went in there whenever I went in there. Yeah, a little right after you walked out, yeah. they came in. And I'm like, yeah, bro, it's Zanny's. And he's like, for real? He's like, hell yeah. And he just fucking popped them hoes and they just walked back out into the oh, floor. Beautiful. And I was just mid shit. I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers just took Zanny's right Turn here. Turn it up. I, I was there for that. I remember that. Because I think I was, I don't know if I was pissing or shitting. And I do remember, remember hearing somebody, like two guys like, nah, come on, dude, let's go. I'm like, yeah. I thought it was butt sex. And I was like, mm, I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not here for all that. What else? What else is on your notes, Homer? I don't know. Um, I mean, have you, have you ever been to Vegas? Never. It's cool, bro. It's, it's all right. I'm not one to like fantasize and like take videos and like, oh, this shit's badass. Yeah. I'm in Vegas. Like. You just it's just another it city. Yeah. They just have casinos and you can drink out in public. Huh? Prostitutes. And then one thing too is like you know those bitches that walk around like with feathers and shit? They're yeah. not free. How you want to take you know Dane took a picture with them. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, You want to take a picture? When they like, took a picture, it was probably cheaper than twenty bucks. Yeah, and like you take a picture with them, like, oh that's twenty bucks each. What, what the fuck? Yeah, both broads. <laughs> like, I thought them like, shits hey, were uh, free. Hey, sorry, but I cropped you out. I only kept one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, nah, fuck out of here, bro. It's just it's just all a hustle over there. Everything. Like, I remember whenever I went with my wife one time, uh, I saw Batman and uh, the Joker. 
They they looked really really yeah. good, and I was like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" I'm like, yeah, and then I took a picture. I was like, All right. "He said, hey, bro, you're not gonna give a tip." And I was like, "Huh?" He's like, "Tip?" I was like, "That we we get paid for our, our outfits or whatever." Okay, so I gave him five bucks each, and they were grateful. They were thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. And they were at a fucking bar. Yeah. So they were getting faded, and I'm paying over here paying for the fucking alcohol. It's like, damn. You, you, you ever see that video of that guy playing, the Spider Man guy playing the accordion on that roof, <laughs> no. and then he falls off? Oh, they had, like the, they had like the piñata and shit, right? I don't know, bro, but. In Vegas? I don't think it was in oh, Vegas. It was like a, like, a, like a little birthday party. Yeah, I don't know where it was, but he was like on the roof playing the accordion. He was in a Spider Man outfit, and then he falls off, <laughs> and he keeps playing. Like my son. He has double cheeked up. Golly, what a player. That was 40 bucks each. Nah, nah, nah. How much did you pay for that? $10 each. Damn. $20 each? God damn. Hey, but you'll you'll go to, um, you'll go to Fremont, and there's literally people out there talking about, I'm doing this for drugs. Oh yeah, because it was, it was like two a.m. Scrap, 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 scrap. It like, was two a.m. and we walked out of the casino. We're walking down the Fremont. It's like, you know what Fremont is? So Fremont is like a little strip where you're kind of covered in the dome. It's all covered, and then it's like live music, casinos everywhere. Every everybody has their own thing. What we were there like on a Tuesday night? Wednesday, yeah, Tuesday night, and it was popping. It was, like, there it was multiple lit. concerts. So we walk out of the casino. It's two a.m. It's kind of dead already, right? And we're walking down the street, and there's this old viejita, like, she has to be pushing 50, bro. Yeah. And she wow. was just raggedy, 50, like, homeless. Like, ain't not disrespect, but she, she looked homeless. Well, she, she was probably 45, but she looked like she's 65. Yeah, she was arrugada, bro. Machine. And she's just dancing to, like, the music that was playing in the ambience. The most gross fucking outfit ever. And stupid-ass dance, like, no flavor to the dance, yeah. you know? She was just side she to just side. fucking grooving. And you look at the sign below, and it just says, well, dance for drugs. Yeah. It was like for uh, She was like It says weed's legal over there right We yeah. need to take her to dare We need to take her to dare class <laughs> Dare Good night She needs fucking therapy bro No Oh god There were some people like you, you look at them You're like Stop dude Yeah It's, it's crazy bro The hustle Like there's one guy too That was balancing on like cups And oh. glass and shit So he, he deserves some tips He was strong as fuck bro Yeah 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 No we didn't No we walked away and the other people tipped the them, so we tipped them in us. spirit. Yeah, we tipped them in spirit. I think uh, I acknowledged the fact that my van broke down, and I didn't know if I was going to be able to make any more money. And I was like, you know what? I can't be just giving money away. Like, we drank for free at the bars. Yeah. That's how, that's how bad it got. It's fun, though, bro. Like, it's, it, it, if you're into gambling, you can go, but I'm not into gambling. So I'm I was cheap. just sitting with Mike. Mm-hmm. And if you're playing, they offer you free drinks, oh, right? So I'm, I'm like sitting, acting not, like I'm playing, and they'll be like, oh, you want free. a drink? Yeah, drinks yeah, they're not free, free, but to me it was free because I wasn't doing shit. Yeah. So you want a drink? I'm like, yeah, give me this, give me this. So I was I was drinking for free for a couple of days. Yeah, he looked, he did. It cost like, uh, I think around, like maybe four drinks would cost me like 200 bucks. But he was gambling. Because so that's, that's, that's how much I would be losing. <laughs> huh? Golly. Yeah, smart ass. But it, it, I like the the amusement I get out of gambling is that um, like you're up, you're down, you're down, and then you're down, and you keep keep, keep going down, and you keep losing, and then boom, you come back, but not all of it, and you think you're gonna come back, but it's just like it's just like, like the chase. Yeah, that's all it is. And you get bored, and you're like, all right, let's go to something else. To gamble for sure. You got you got to make sure you got your money. Like Bobby Boucher's mom said, the casino's the devil. 
What the fuck is Bobby Boucher? Bro, what do you oh mean? Oh my god, Bobby Omar. You've never seen the water the boy? The water The water Oh, okay, okay, okay. Water boy, you've never seen I don't know the names by fucking oh horror, but I know the movie. Bob, Estás mal, Bobby Boucher? No, I don't remember. I, I, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Where's your ass for that? Golly, fuck God bless reference? you. God bless you. Come on, that's Dan. Muy bien. <laughs> Gracias a Dios. All right, well, I how think we should wrap pod? this up, bro. Yeah, how long is this pod? Let's get into our last segment of the evening, all right, man? You guys ready for this? Vamos, cabrón. All right, we got songs of the week, but you did promise us a snippet. All right. You want play me to that. play a couple minutes? Yeah, uh, like a minute, uh, 30 seconds. I'll he'll play tell you. Yeah. He'll tell you when to stop. Let me just pull this up real quick. But You need to put. You need to exactly put what I'm, I'm about to say at the beginning of the pod. What? If you're going to listen to this featured multiple guest pod, please start drinking now. Okay. <laughs> True. All right, here we go, because fellas. They, they, they need to be... This is an unreleased track. It's coming on the album, right? Yeah. What's the album called? I don't want to release that yet. Oh, okay. But what the what about the release date? I don't have a release date yet. Okay, but it's I'm coming hoping soon. For summer. Hoping, hoping to do it in the summer. Mm, we're almost bow, there. Bow, bow, bow. Yep. All right, guys. Here we go. enough that's enough yep, that's enough that, for that is this out already no that hasn't been released. it's unreleased no but i fucking heard this already oh well because monte sent it to me as a courtesy yeah oh, oh, no, no. yep. if you're if you're in the know with mont then he he, he blesses you. I was no saying, no I was no like, i've only this. sent that song to a couple of people um yeah you sent it to me then right omar got oh. it you sent it to me no no i played it when we we're on the road trip oh yeah that, I was saying, i've heard this fire fucking song yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. keep that shit Dude, that in song, your head. I'm excited for that mm-hmm. song. Sounds it's a fire. fucking banger, dude. You, is that the one that they uh, chopped and screwed? Yeah. Nice. There's so, a chopped yeah. and screwed version, that, bro. That's that's a surprise it to come out, but yeah, we'll, we'll see that later. Hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, all right. We got Dan's song of the week. It's The Finer Things by Ramirez. Sir, completely unrelated to the, all of this. Do you know the lyrics? No. Don't pay the tax. I can never fuck with a 
finger. I would, I would, I would like you know, like go nuts to it. I like, I like the lyrics. I like the lyrics. It it was a vibe. The beat was cool. Next up, we got. It was about to go hard. It was about to go way harder. 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 I still want my my other song on there though. Which one? The Apollo. Oh no! Yeah, that, that one's coming up all for right, sure. Beautiful, beautiful. That's, that's the one we're ending on, actually. Right. So we got Mike's song coming up right now. All right, mm. we got Los Botones Azules I'm, by Junior H. I'm a mainstream whore. Luis Era Conriquez. Both hard, both harder than old bubblegum. Puros botones azules, los que me yo. Aquí en la finiquera ando siempre tranquilo. Traemos la plaza la balanza si me pesa hoy. Mi gente siempre está al pendiente si me marcan voy. ¿Qué quieres que haga si me apaga? Hice un garañón. Me pegué un baile de hielo que regañador. Ando en lo malo, mi hermano. Creo que me agarraron con todo el bronco. It's good to have some diversity in here. Yep. Beautiful. This this song these songs of the week are stupid diverse. We got Yo. rap. We got some corridos. <laughs> What's your song? Shit, dude. What is your song? I think mine. I already played that one. I think mine's gonna be El Bombo. It's Ewan McVeer. Super weird name, but it's it's a banger. Though. It's a house song, right? Yeah. Is, okay, this okay, gives okay. Mexico City. Feel that shit, oh, yeah. bro, Dan. Bounce that ass. Uh, I love this kind of music. Let's go. If you if you want to listen to that song, it's El Bombo, bro. <laughs> el, el Bombo on what? El they go Bombo. Hard. They That's go all it is. El, how do you spell it? El, el and then B-O-M-B-O. There you go. All right. For the last song of the night. My the favorite song. song. My favorite song known to man. Apollo 13. For some reason, this song inspires <laughs> this man so much. But everyone... This is a goodbye. Have a, have a great night, everybody. Good pod. I love Muchas you, Monte. Gracias. I love you, Monte. A good love drunk pod. Good to have you here, Monte. 
Thank yeah. you, thank you. Successful guys. pod. Hopefully we do this again. I hope you guys were here for the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Don't stick around to the end, man. This is what Monte loves to have as his. This is what he goes to sleep to. Yep. This is what Monte sleeps to. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. There's going to be a bonus episode, one of many, coming out soon. I love you all. See you soon. Everyone say goodbye. Saludos. La base la ñonga y me guardan el agua. I mean, el culo. <laughs>